episode 31 where J-Ho shits on everything. <laughs> what is that noise? I hear something like paper tearing. I just flipped a page. No, it's not that. It sounds like a printer going back and forth or something. Well, Josh is in his office. Hey, Josh. I'm, I'm in my home office tearing up paper. <laughs> Running your printer. I'm shredding my important documents for the IRS case here. This is well, welcome to podcast. Started off week this week. Uh, what? Joey's pissed. Groove is sick, and Josh doesn't want to be on the podcast. Welcome to I only like their old stuff. <laughs> Episode thirty-one. No, All right. To be fair, I'm super hyped about being here. Yeah, well, you, you were super hyped an hour ago when we were supposed to start recording. <laughs> That's well, true. He's going to have to get over it. That You hear the voice. That's our buddy Josh, also known as the Grizzles. He's our science advisor. Yeah, we've talked about him on the podcast many times, and we're uh, welcoming him today as as an expert. He's a scientist. I don't really know what he does, but lasers, science. <laughs> he makes he models makes of volcanoes. <laughs> he puts vol- baking soda in them and makes them explode. I attend a lot of science fairs with that. It never, it never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. A volcano. That's what we should have done. Worst science fair experiments is the topic for the show this week. <laughs> um, okay, so we're, uh, we got some housekeeping. This is a new segment on the show that we're doing this week. And uh, so we're going to call, we're going to name a number one fan and a number one hater. And uh, we're going to probably keep doing this if it works. Uh, number one fan this week, we talk about these guys all the time, and we've singled out one of them before, but uh, we got to give number one fan to the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Mm. Um, those dudes, they're the band that we, we've featured on the podcast many times. We talk about them. We single-handedly increased their sales by 100%. Mm-hmm. So maybe they should be making us number one fan. Um, yeah, but they, they should be making us an intro song. They are, but they are. That's why they got to be number one fan. Is they're making a new intro. We're gonna have a theme song for this show. Then we're gonna get some listeners. Yeah, and then we'll get some <laughs> listeners. Um, and, then, and then you'll profit and get condenser mics. Yes. <laughs> so number one fans this week, the Oatmeal Conspiracy. They're working on a new website, and they're gonna be promoting us through their website too. So we'll probably get one or two listeners from that. Well, our sales will increase. Uh, yeah, about fifty percent, hundred percent. So thanks, guys. And uh, number one hater this week is all of our fans. Round about Labor Day. Round about Labor Day. <laughs> um, number one hater this week is all of our fans except for Miss. Really? Yeah, because I'm gonna go ahead. And all of your haters, because last week, just to do something different, I put music under the whole podcast. Because it was suggested to me by a few people, and I got everything short of death threats over that. You did. I did. Everybody, that's terrible. How stupid. Even this my fucking gr- shitty show got worse. E- even my um, even my girlfriend's uh, six year old said, "Why did he do that?" When she heard the podcast, um, <laughs> why would he play music when people are trying to listen to people talk? Uh, so all of you are haters. Well. And I didn't do it. I'm never going to do it again. I wasn't a big fan of it to start with. I just thought it would be something different. And I didn't think our show was that great last week, so I thought it might improve it. But apparently, 
at least it took the 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 heat off of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just put it on the on me as a producer. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought that uh, that some uh, like some ad on the web was playing music, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting. They, they, this is TLC, and they're talking about TLC." I was like, <laughs> that's, a, "That's a synchronicity." What a coincidence! Didn't you say you told me though, Josh, that you were like fumbling around trying to turn it off? <laughs> like, yeah, I kept. I was like, "What web page is playing this music?" I was going through all this stuff. I was like, "I know it's not my iTunes because I don't even I don't have that music." And then I uh, oh, why would you not want to hear TLC? I mean, <laughs> well, that was the whole album, right? I mean, no, it was there was some Salt and Pepper in there. There was SWV. It's basically all the all the girl groups from the nineties. There was that one guy song that you were talking about. Oh yeah, PM Dawn, but he kind of counts as a girl because he's I don't know. He sings like a girl. Not that's a bad thing. Not that, that's, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of housekeeping and uh, checking in on uh, TLC and whatnot, we do have an update on the, uh, uh, the, the, the votes that have been cast on the website. Um, turns out that I was right. Yeah, right. It's not over yet, and I think Groove has been Groove. No, see, Groove goes to work, no, goes to school no, in a computer no, lab and no. can vote on multiple computers. So no. I don't, I don't put anything. I only, I only no. voted on three computers. Yeah, so. <laughs> see, there you go. So, Chili for Balls Show is, is the hottest. She's much hotter than T Boz. Bring that heat. No, watch the waterfalls video again. You are wrong. Watch it again. Yeah, I invite anybody to watch it and vote again because you know that Chili for show. Chili's got a beak. You hate beaks. She's got a giant beak. Oh, don't get into that with uh, me. I'm telling Peck, peck, peck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, this is great. This show is great. This is great. <laughs> it's great. J-Ho shits on everything. Yeah, yeah or Groove. I'm not shit. All right. On anything. So let's let's get into the show. Let's get into the good part of the show. Uh, so we're gonna kick it off with a Grammy wrap up. Uh, I found out, okay. Let's put this in perspective. I found out about five o'clock on Sunday that the Grammys were gonna be on that night at eight o'clock. Went oh shit, the Grammys are on tonight. Don't I usually watch that? Then I realized I haven't watched the Grammys in four years. Yeah. Uh, and then I texted Groove and said, "Do you know the Grammys are on tonight?" And he's like, "Uh." What? what? And then he was like, "Shouldn't we watch that so we can talk about it?" And I, he, I was like, "Well, I don't know if I can stand to watch the whole thing." And he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, whatever." Uh, with you know, cut to later on in the night when we're actually watching the Grammys, and Groove sends me a text like, uh, "I don't know if I can watch this." <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It was the worst fucking shit I've ever seen on TV. It was so bad. It, it just so bad. <laughs> I sent out many tweets during it, and I just I honestly asked the question, is this the music industry now, or am I just old? Um, is that this is what popular music is? Because I've never I, heard I, of any of these songs. What I'm wondering is that, is like, I want to go back and check old game tape from Grammys from like five, ten years ago and wonder if it was that bad back then, too. Dude, I, the last Grammys I remember watching was when they did the Pocahontas 3000 with Outkast. Yeah. And they were singing, hey, y'all dress like Indians or whatever. Yeah. And I remember that. That was pretty legit, I thought. And um, 
then there's this. There's Beyonce singing uh, singing Alanis Morissette songs. The only person that can do Alanis Morissette worse than Alanis Morissette is Beyonce. Thank you. I hate Alanis Morissette. I hated her when her Crooked Little Pill album was out. Uh, or whatever the <laughs> Jag- fuck it's called. Jagged Little Pill is a great album. Fuck that. That was good. Fucking overrated. Play it in, Josh. Break the tie here. Jagged uh, Little Pill. This, I mean, this is going to be like the one, the one episode my wife actually listens to, and, uh, she, and she's well, she says she will. But, wow, uh, she's a big, she's a big fan of the uh, of the Alanis Morissette. So uh, I, I have a vested interest in this, but I'm not such a big fan. Well, uh, I, it was like well, that. That was smack know. dab in the middle of my high school experience, and I just could not stand it. Yeah. Isn't it ironic though? It's classic songs off that album. I do, yeah. Isn't that yeah. ironic? I do like the Jimmy the Cab Driver version of "Isn't It Ironic" from MTV. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So I pulled up after. So a lot of this, I hadn't seen Lady Gaga ever before. <laughs> Groove is like, I'm watching this intro, and and Groove is like, hey, Are you watching this? As if he's because ne- he's never seen Lady Gaga before. Now my girlfriend likes Lady Gaga, so I've seen many of her appearances, and that was like the most tame appearance I've ever seen her do. Believe it or not, you it know, was fucking crazy. She yeah. is crazy. She is totally crazy. I mean, she plays up this character of this. You know, she just she wears weird shit. Um, she, Did she make the news recently? She uh, she told somebody that she was uh, hermaphrodite. And no, because so like, no. I went on and to do research because I watched Lady Gaga and I'm like, oh my god! So I go on, I see all these rumors about hermaphrodite, whatever, whatever, and it was some picture that somebody posted on the internet that was kind of like an upskirt shot, but it was real blurry and whatnot, and it kind of looked like she had a penis, and um, and so that's how the rumor spread. She didn't say she had a penis or that she was a hermaphrodite. All right. I need you to click on this link. I'm sending it to you. Click on that and take a look. And this is her in the audience. And don't pay attention to her. Look at the guy behind her. (laughs) He just got poked in the eye. Yeah. And and Kevin sent that to me. And Kevin's like, that motherfucker can't see anything. (laughs) What does she wear? She looks like the Ice Queen from Narnia. That's what I said. This is straight from her her starring role as the, the... the White Witch in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe on Broadway. She's got a, a teacup. She's got like a teacup and a saucer in her hands. Full of eyeballs. <laughs> um, that guy behind, I think actually that guy behind her, she did him a favor by not letting him see this awful Grammy. Well, look at him. Who is he? Fucking Sergeant Pepper with that coat <laughs> on? <laughs> He's one, an extra from Twilight. <laughs> um, and the guy to her right or our right her left is he he was an extra on the sopranos that's her father that. that's her father it is it's, no it, way. it really is her father um, he's like, he disappointed he's like uh what brought me to this why couldn't my daughter have been uh anything lawyer. else yeah um, but in her defense I, I actually think she has some talent, and she's the first one to say I'm like creating this pop persona. And she actually, the song she sang on the Grammys was about that. And so I get the feeling that she's kind of punking everybody to some degree. Mm-hmm. And and she well, actually there's a lot of pictures of her before she went all Lady Gaga, where she was like legit, well, like 
normal. Yeah, she was just like a singer-songwriter, and she just kind of created this character to kind of push things over the top. Now, she can I've seen her on Saturday Night Live, and she can actually play the piano, and she does have a good voice. Um, and she, I was impressed with her. She was just her behind the piano in one of her performances on Saturday well, Night Live. Is Elton John stick now just to pair up with whoever's hot for the Grammys? Well, you know, Elton John has been known to wear some crazy outfits and shit, too, so I think that's what they share a kinship with, but... So then what kind of kinship did he share with Eminem when he paired up with Eminem? I don't know. Oh, Eminem was just trying to, to make a stand that he wasn't homophobic. He's like, yeah. who's a who's a famous gay person? I, I love gay people. With? Yeah, right. it's like yeah. the Scott Mayo tweets. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I appeared at the Grammys with a gay person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, like, Lady Gaga's album is like, to me, just throw away disco pop. I mean, she talks about riding on somebody's disco stick and everything. Um, I think if she made an album that wasn't like disposable, she would actually could make something good. But uh, well, she got to open up for the Grammys. I don't know if it gets any better than that. Well, it, yeah, and it just went downhill from there. Um, well, back to Beyonce. I she won for that song "If I Were a Boy." And she was performing that when she smashed it up with uh, Alanis Morissette. Yeah. And I <clears throat> I tried real hard to understand that song, If I Were a Boy. I even looked up the lyrics. And I'm pretty sure it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because she's saying, if I were a boy, I could understand how it feels to love a girl. But then she's like, I'd go turn my phone off and say I was sleeping alone. All my boys would stand up for me. And I, so I, I don't know. It just seems it seems conflicting. Well, I'm, you, I'm not sure she understands. If you wanted it, you should have put a ring on it. You know, so it's true. Um, <laughs> I was really hoping that she was going to perform that song in a sweet leotard, but she didn't. Yeah, she grabbed her crotch like a boy instead. I wanted her to perform that with Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, okay, the, another some more Grammys highlights for me. Um, the Taylor Swift is awful. Mm-hmm. I, I I had very little opinion on her before. Um, I, I felt sorry for her when the whole Kanye thing happened, but she really is terrible. Like she cannot sing. Um, and I, you know, I'm not one to judge someone's singing voice. You've heard me kick it off strong on here. Mm-hmm. But if I'm thinking that you're off key, you're probably real off key. Well, and she sang with Stevie Nicks, who I have. I'm a big fan of Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac fame, and Stevie Nicks just pwned her on stage just embarrassed her did she i that's what i thought oh you didn't see it you didn't see it groove you had it off i turned it off by then but (sighs) but speaking of taylor swift okay former guest on the show p kane had it lives in nashville he might not want you to tell his story on the podcast group bullshit because he works with her not me well it's not it's not incriminating it's a story about PK and about Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, but this podcast is talking about how awful she is. No, you're talking about how awful okay, she well, is. I'm not talking. PK about doesn't awful. say she's awful. PK thinks she's the greatest artist ever. So he thinks she's great. Okay, so he's worked with her several times now, shooting music videos and concerts and stuff like that, to the point to where she recognizes him. And I guess I'm telling this story more to Josh than than to you. I think you've heard it. Well, the too. listeners will love it then if well, you're just telling so it to Josh. PK is this uh, this. He's a, he's a shy guy. He doesn't really he's, – he's calm but confident, I guess. And um, he, uh, he was in a coffee shop in Nashville getting some coffee, and he sees these three Vanderbilt girls over there all dudded up. And he smiles at them and waves, and they give him the stink eye. And um, 
And then two minutes later, Taylor Swift comes in the coffee store and hollers at him from across the store, runs over to him, gives him a big hug, says how much she's looking forward to working with him that coming Saturday. And so PK turns around, walks out the store, and winks at those girls that gave him the stink eye and rolls out. Just a <laughs> silent victory for that guy. Totally. <laughs> like, I mean, you like her, you don't like her, it doesn't matter. Taylor Swift ran over to dude and was like, oh my god, PK! And yeah. Upon those girls, so. Whatever. I don't know, I mean, I... Come up yeah, I mean... She, so, I mean, she really is off-key, and apparently it's not just the... You know, I thought, oh, well, she just had a bad performance. Well, then I went on the internet, and everybody's like, yeah, she always sings off-key. That's her thing. <laughs> that's just her stick. That's yeah, how she does it. Thing. She's that's a new it's it's what is shitty is now good. Well, well I mean, I heard that she sang a duet. I've never seen the Grammys. I certainly didn't see these, but I saw I heard that she sang a duet with Stevie Nicks, who, you know, very few people are bigger Stevie Nicks fan than me. But I mean it's kinda not fair to put her beside Well why would she like, she I mean obviously she signed off on that. She should have been like, No, uh, get Paris Hilton up here or something. Well, I mean, they, she probably relies on autotune most of the time, and Stevie Nicks is like, I'll cut your fucking throat if you use autotune. That, that's what, I saw a tweet from somebody, I think Corey Johnny or somebody on Twitter said, uh, he said, uh, oh, if there was ever a time for autotune, it was now. Right. Taylor Swift's performance. Um, the, all right. Uh, so, yeah, the Grammys. Um, One more thing with the Grammys before we jump off them. Well, no, that's got a couple more things about the Grammys. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I've got my last thing, and okay. this is a pretty big deal to me because <clears throat> I'm a huge Rancid fan, okay? Granted, their last album, not good, okay? Because the, they're old guys. They got money. You can't be punk if you got money in your life. Well, when it comes to this genre, you got to be young, filled with angst, and poor. And... Yet, when I was listening to the entire Rancid discography about six months ago, singing at the top of my lungs in the car, I thought, man, they really need to make a Broadway musical out of these Rancid songs, because I think it could work. And then fucking last night, or not last night, but on the Grammys, right, they have this premiere of this Broadway, fucking Green Day, the biggest parody of what punk is, has now... You know, got a Broadway show for American Idiot, and I it killed me. It destroyed me and See, pissed me off. I've been I've been an apologist for Green Day up until that point. Like I was like, well, you know, okay, there that American Idiot album. There's some catchy songs on it, whatever. It's not what they used to be, but then like, okay, so now we've made a Broadway show and we're forcing it upon you on the Grammys. Nope, I'm done with you. That's that's yeah. enough. Fuck that. I'll put Kerplunk on and remember. And just be the old, the old We're guy. Or even Dookie. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, so another thing. Uh, apparently there were no rap or hip-hop awards featured on the Grammys. Right. And I, that blew my mind. I still don't know if that's true because I couldn't stand more than one or two minutes of the Grammys at a time before I had to turn away from it. Um, but from all the tweets I saw from Q-Tip and other people, it sounds like there was no R&B or hip-hop awards. And apparently that was uh, the Grammys lashing out at this Artists. How are they? Why are they lashing out? Like, what is? Well, hip hop's always hip hop do to music except fucking kill it. Well, I mean, no, hip hop is like the music industry has survived on hip hop. You know, that's what I'm saying. I was um, I was being sarcastic. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, there used to not be a rap uh, 
or a hip hop or rap award. Yep. And people like I think Public Enemy boycotted the Grammys, and there was a big thing in the '90s about we're going to boycott the Grammys. And apparently, this has kind of gone on until even 2001. Jay Z boycotted the Grammys for some reason. Now he's up in the front row, you know. But yeah, now he's up in the front row. Funny how those uh those uh you know standards kind of fall. But I don't know. Apparently, their Grammys are mad at hip hop or something. Wow. But uh, yeah, so another thing, uh, the Michael Jackson tribute, which when you think of the Grammys, you often might think of Michael Jackson because he won a ton of them. And, you know, that was when pop music was actually had something to say, was good. And they did a tribute to him. And I use tribute very loosely because it was Celine Dion, (laughs) Smokey Robinson, which is fine, Smokey Robinson, whatever, and Usher, which Usher has been said to be the heir to Michael Jackson in a lot of ways. And then two American Idol people. And I think it was Carrie Underwood and somebody else. Two people who used to be on American Idol. And they sang Earth Song, which is about the worst Michael Jackson song ever written. Easily Um, forgotten. Just easily forgotten. That was the tribute. So I'm like, really, Grammys? Like, Michael Jackson has made the Grammys relevant for years, you know, in the 80s and and early 90s or whatever, and that's that's what you came up with? I'm wondering why. I mean, what was the thought process behind, like, okay, we're doing this Michael Jackson tribute. Uh, Who do you guys think we should get? Oh, Um, uh, Celine Dion. How about that? No, that sounds good. That's No. Yeah, and how about oh, yeah, what great. are those? What's that show the kids like? Oh, the American Idol. Yeah, let's get they, yeah, some let's people get some from of them that. Up there. Yep. And, um, and let's uh, let's do Earth Song. What? <laughs> what? Did he even do that? Well, and, you know, there's a, well, there's been a lot of tributes already to Michael Jackson, so let's pick a song that nobody knows. Yeah, and the people that do know don't like. So there's that, and then um, of are course, are you playing marbles in your office, Josh? Uh, yeah, just my nightly Marvel game. <laughs> is that Pogs? Pogs No, it was Marbles. Uh. Um, <laughs> so the the Black Eyed Peas finally reached a sellout critical mass by having <laughs> their own Target commercial, followed yeah. by their appearance on the Grammys. Yeah. The Target commercial just transitioned right into their appearance, and the Black Eyed Peas could look... Uh, those guys look... Like, they would rather be doing anything but perform. <laughs> Every time I see them, you know, it, which is funny because they seem to want to perform all the time, but when you see them, they're, like, just holding the microphone. <laughs> There's the one guy that dances that doesn't do anything else but dance, the guy with the long hair. And he ain't even that good. <laughs> He's not even that good of a dancer. No. And they did some shitty ass, uh, gotta be something, gotta be blah, with some shitty Fergie rap. And then, of course, I got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mackenzie drove to Myrtle Beach this past weekend to see her sister and uh, apparently forgot all her CDs because she said she listened to a lot of episodes of the podcast. And apparently we talked about the Black Eyed Peas for like six podcasts in a row. <laughs> I think that about 15 out of the last 20 episodes we've mentioned them. <laughs> the central theme has been Fergie or the Black Eyed Peas. I'm just hoping they're so popular that people will search for Black Eyed Peas on the iTunes and find store. find us. Welcome pop up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to the Black Eyed Peas on their their new Target commercial. So I was playing video games by that point. Mackenzie was still watching the Grammy. She goes, 
David, the Black Eyed Peas are on. They got robots and shit on stage. And I run out there to look at it, and it's the same <laughs> robots they had on stage from Saturday Night Live. Of course it was. It was the same performance. The right? funny thing is, is they performed I Got a Feeling in that Target commercial. You know, and it's I Got a Feeling that Target's got the best prices. <laughs> and then it transitions right into them doing uh, I Got a Feeling on the Grammys. So if you hadn't heard that song enough, you got your fill. And if you haven't heard that song, then I don't know where you're living. Yeah, you're probably not getting this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, this is a great segue right here. Well, no, and one last thing. I didn't think Stephen Colbert did that, that well. No, nah, no. He wasn't the host, was he? He was the host. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, well, that shows yeah. you how little I watched at any one yeah. particular moment. Well, <clears throat> so... The all the nominations were presented in the iPad style. Yeah, and so and we, Apple sponsored the Grammys. Yeah, it was a big commercial for them. Yeah, I'm wondering how much money they spent to have those nominees presented as if they were an Apple product. What do you think? I don't know. Wait, were they were they presented? I don't understand that. What do you like, mean they were? Okay, you you open up your 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 iPhone and you like scroll through iTunes or whatever, and that was like the style of like how they showed the nominees when they go to like a montage of like here's nominees for best song, you know, and they cut to an image. Yeah. That uh-huh. image is as if you were scrolling through it on an iPad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So instead of just having a text of the name of the song or the person or whatever, you know, would come up like that. So thoughts. Yeah, on, and in uh, every five seconds, it was like, if you'd like to download this performance by the black eyed peas, go to www.itunes.com slash this shit is old. <laughs> <laughs> every five seconds. <laughs> it was just an embarrassment to me. I was just like, really? This is what I, mean, I didn't even know half the fucking songs on the Grammys. Which shows you how out of touch and old I am. You but. are. That's J-Ho shits on the Grammys. Moving on. Let's have J-Ho shit on the iPad. Well, let's, Josh is, all right, so so Josh here is the is Apple's number one fan. He he blindly purchases any Apple product. Um, <laughs> he's a great apologist. They can do no wrong. Um, he has His homepage ex- when he opens up the internet is MacRumors.com. Yeah. He he has a picture of Steve Jobs in his office, and in his bathroom. Yes, and um, you know it doesn't matter what they do. You know, one mouse button. Oh, it's better that way. It's better uh, any of that. So, Josh, let's hear your defense of the iPad. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it particularly needs a defense. I think it's uh, it's a it's is a is a good product for a, a third computing device and that's what it's billed as right you got your your macbook you got your iphone uh but how else can they get your money well you're going to get an ipad too so because it's easier to read the new york times on your couch provided it doesn't have any flash content and and provided you don't want to do anything else while you read that i mean it's a giant fucking iphone that doesn't make calls josh that's true and that's the number one criticism but like why is that a bad thing? I mean, why the, the iPod, the iPhone, the iPod Touch, they're great platforms for what they do, but 
but you're not going to read a book on it because the screen's not big enough, right? You're not going to watch Hulu on it because the screen's not big enough. You're still not going to fucking watch Hulu because yeah, it doesn't have flash. flash. Yeah, but but I mean that's a different thing. I mean Adobe and 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 Apple are like going through the long breakup, you know. And and Adobe released a statement saying whatever they've shut out x number of content from the internet because they don't support flash but like html5 the new specifications pretty much do away with the need for flash anyway and uh and that's what apple's been behind for a long time is like web standards and shit like that flash isn't a web standard flash is you know proprietary um so i mean mean, flash would be great i mean yeah and it certainly does lock out a lot of content but that's their argument um other arguments against it like fucking it doesn't have a, a, a a camera like, I don't know if people are pissed because they don't have a camera on the back because they want to hold up this big-ass thing to take a photo, or if they really, really think that they're going to video conference, Steve. which is bullshit. Uh, Josh, my to- fucking toothbrush has a camera in it, <laughs> okay? Like, the keyboard on my computer has a camera in it, and the fucking – I've got a desktop. It's got two cameras in it, all right? There's a camera inside my video camera that's not to even do any shit. To like film with, it's just there in case I want it to take a picture of myself to put on Daily Booth. Okay? No, I'm saying, why would you use? Why? Why would you? Why would you want a camera on the iPad? How? Well, how are you going to sell a personal computing device that doesn't have a fucking uh, camera in it these days? Like, just Guaranteed. put it in there. You're the greatest fucking thing on the planet. You're the greatest company on the planet. You can't put a fucking camera in it. The, the iPod Nano has a camera in it. Why does the fucking iPod Nano need a camera in it? Well, that's a much more reasonable way to take a picture with a small device like an iPod Nano or whatever. But, I mean, you're not going to take a picture with a fucking iPad. Well, why not? Like, because you already got your iPhone. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. So this is the thing about Apple. The other thing is the other thing is that it only plays one – you can only use one application at a time. And that was the criticism. Apparently, Apple has come out and said, well, we feel like the average consumer wouldn't be able to handle using more than one pro- one application at a time. <laughs> well, so I'm so stupid that I can't use more than one application at a time. Is that what you're saying, Apple? I got no defense for that. It's got to get some multitasking. I mean, you got to be able to – I mean, there's even multitasking a bit on the iPhone, right? Like you can listen to music while you do other shit. Right. But you can't like – be playing words with friends and browsing the internet. I mean, on the iPhone, you can't do that because of screen real estate, right? But you could on the iPad. So I don't think there's any excuse for not having multitasking. Well, it doesn't bother me much. I have an iPod Touch, and I really like it. And it doesn't bother me that much that it won't run more than one application. It's a pain in the ass sometimes because if, oh, shit, somebody's texting me, so i got to switch over here and get out of this and then go back to it. But I'm just like, my thing comes in, in... our buddy Ryan just sent me this pretty funny article about being disappointed in things, but yeah, I got um, that too. I I'm, I was just disappointed because I thought that this was going to be this great tablet PC that was going to blow everybody away, and it it is what it is, I guess. But it just seems like it could have been so much more. Like it seemed like they underachieved when they normally, I feel like they they try to overachieve. I think I think there's some truth to that, but I mean the counter argument is obviously that there hasn't been this much hype about the last time there was hype like on a tablet it had commandments on it. 
you know, right. <laughs> and, and, but this time around, it's like, everybody's like, holy shit, you know, it's going to do X and Y and it doesn't. And so now, but it's not a true tablet. It's not a true tablet though. Like that's true. That's I exactly want that, right. Like, but you want the true tablet that's been around for a decade. Microsoft will be happy to sell you one, but you don't see that shit except, I mean, okay. One person I know uses one and that's uh, uh Jebediah. He uses one. And then like, it has a niche presence in like doctors walking around. We'll, we'll use that. But I mean, fuck it. Nobody wants a, a PC that's on a tablet. I mean, you say you do, but you don't have one. It's been available for, for a decade. Right. Well, well, I thought this was going to be the tablet that I wanted to get. And it's, there's nothing about this that makes me want it at all. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they missed the mark on that. But I think like a lot of these criticisms were leveled at the iPhone when it came out. They're like, oh, it, they could have done so much more. And they just sold 250 million of them or 75 million of them, rather. You know, so I think it's going to grow and evolve with time. And I think the crucial thing that's going to set it off will be uh, textbooks, specifically like textbook rentals. Right. And I think that Apple is the only person that uh, the only company that's positioned to be able to actually make that work. Um, they say, I mean, well, but- you know, we got a device that people can rent textbooks from and, you know, you can sell them to the iTunes store or whatever. You know, that didn't exist before. And now it can. So, so now not only can you hang out in the coffee shop in between classes but when you go to class you can only need to you only have to take a pound and a half worth of books that's exactly and, right and yeah you, and hopefully so your body will you <clears throat> turn the classroom into the coffee shop <laughs> yeah that's great well you know that's awesome i you know that's great well <laughs> that's i think that's i mean I think those are all legitimate criticisms. My biggest criticism is no multitasking. Secondary is is flash because, I mean, I, I like I had visions of watching Hulu in bed on like some quarter inch thin Jesus pad, you know. And the, mm-hmm. and the okay, another criticism: worst name ever. Yeah, yeah. we didn't get to that, but that no, seriously, like, uh, here's my envisioning. This is how. I, this is the only way I think this name came up with. They were in a boardroom and they said, "Okay, we, we've narrowed it down to three names." Okay, the iAIDS, the iHerpes, and the iPad. (laughs) Nah, the iHerpes sounds like a Greek god or something. We don't think people are really going to like that. And it is an aid. You know, it does aid you. But we think that iAIDS has kind of a negative connotation. (laughs) Yeah, well, that may be the only way that it got that name, because I I can't imagine. With their marketing people, I don't... And then they're like, well, we probably ought to hire some women to be on these focus groups. (laughs) Right. I I may be the only person in the world that hasn't made uh, that type of joke yet, but... You know, I, but that that's saying a lot. You know, everyone's making that joke and needs to be made. It's a stupid name. Yeah, so it could be a good product, but that won't kill it. And they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell a ton of them. I mean, I, I'm not gonna buy one. I'll buy one on the second generation when it has a camera in it. No, I mean, <laughs> motherf- well, Josh, get back to the this right here. You're saying, oh, well, it doesn't need a camera. And I motherfucking guarantee you they're going to come out with one in six months that has four fucking cameras in it, okay? And that's what's fucking shitty about Apple. They're fucking dicking you. It that's a fucking will. Sony move right there. It probably will. The next one will have 300 cameras that nobody will use. But, okay, so, like, what do you want a camera? People say, well, no, obviously you're not going to use it as a camera. But a front-facing camera for video conferencing, man, I haven't video conferenced because I didn't have the iPad. Well, no, that's bullshit. Video conferencing technology has been around forever and no one fucking uses it's it it's not about that i just want it in there because i can get a 200 dollars netbook that has a camera in it and fucking will, will play flash and more than one application that's true that's true you know 
it won't get me any fans at the coffee shop or whatever. But no. well, it's just, it's just I just and I love these Mac apologists like you coming out of the wood. Well, it just doesn't need to do more than one thing at a time. Did who I say any really, of that? Who in, the, <laughs> who in this day and age wants to do more than one thing at a time? I mean, even-handed assessment of it here. <laughs> you know, I mean, you play, I haven't said anything in like ten minutes. <laughs> this is this reminds me of, of being in the office with you and and for hours this going on and Donkey Doodle over there just laughing. Yeah, well, Josh and I's uh, arguments over the mat go back a long ways. When I used to antagonize him, and then he started antagonizing me about it, even worse. Uh, <laughs> and I backed off, oh let him my. have his fun. Oh jeez! And he just he can't. Oh. Macs are easy. Oh my! Fucking, they oh. think I'm stupid. I am. Oh my! <laughs> right. Look at this shiny thing. Well, it, that's it's shiny, funny. pretty. I use I use both platforms on a daily basis. I don't, I don't have much bad to say about about Windows, especially the new Windows Seven. I think is is a, is a great improvement. And, well, uh, I, I'm not I'm not defending Microsoft in any of this. More, you know, I, I hate all of them. Uh, <laughs> I I've used the PC, but but Windows Seven is J-O shits on technology. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bill Gates, fuck it. Steve Jobs, fuck all of you. Okay, so so <laughs> Bill Gates will listen to this right now. Like, oh, he's really supporting me. Nope, <laughs> not. Don't care. Take your millions somewhere else. Did you hear that Bill Gates banned his son from his house for using an iPhone? That's another schmucky story. That, that Is that bullshit? That I think you think he made it up? Yeah. Just like You're he made grounded. up Scrapple or whatever. <laughs> well, easy now. We're getting there. All right. Well, yeah, so now that I'm all overheated from this Apple debate. So POTUS has been in the news. Uh, and and Grizzles, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all three of of POTUS's performances, and you're gonna rank them one, two, and three. All okay. Right. State of the Union, going and lecturing the GOP at their retreat, or the Hoya Duke basketball game. What was the best? Pro- he he commented there for a little while. He was the third man in the booth. Did you see all uh, these? Or did you know about these? I, I know about all three of those. I saw none of them. I saw pictures of him at the uh, Hoyas game, and uh, I guess I'd put the Hoyas up at number one if he was uh, if he was pulling for the Hoyas, which I'm sure he is. Um, he I think him just being there was was uh, pulling for them by implicature because I don't think he he said he was rooting for one or the other. Well, he's gone on record and said that Duke's like the worst thing. It, that, that's happening <laughs> in this country. Here. That's the biggest threat to national security. <laughs> it is in fact Duke, um, which I respect a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that he that he someone had it's a tough on national yeah. security. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, the State of the Union. You got to put that up there because he had he had quite an audience, and there was something. Um, I, most people, I guess, were overlooking about that as he called him calling out the Supreme Court, um, yeah. who who apparently just are used to like traipsing in there in their flowy gowns and, and you know, sitting there and walking out, and they got called out by name. So yeah, he totally pwned them. So Yeah, and so then calling out those other dudes at their retreat, I guess that would be number three, cause, just because it didn't have as big an audience. But I'm glad to see him calling folks out. Well, it did have a pretty big audience, though. It, yeah, and- it got... It, it got to the point to where some of the some of the Republicans said it was a mistake to have the television cameras in there because 
he uh, he pwned the shit out of some of those questions. At the at, during the State of the Union. No, this oh, was their really retreat. Late. I didn't yeah, see that. Retreat. You need to watch that. Go back yeah. and watch that. I, I mean, whatever. We don't need to get. We've been getting political on the show lately, and I'm not sure that's the best thing for uh, for us to do. You know, I'm not here to proselytize my views. It's not my it's not my uh, wheelhouse either. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just like the the people in the audience that booed higher education. Right, At one yeah, point, he, he was like, "We got to make sure that people can afford higher education, and higher education is good." Boo! Boo! You lie. <laughs> there was just people. Yeah, there was just people booing at at, at inappropriate moments. Who's going to change my oil? Boo! <laughs> well, I guess I kind of. I mean, that kind of segues into South Carolina, you know, as as being a horrible state. I guess in general, I was born there too, Joey. So uh, this is firsthand account. I, but I, I was born in Georgia. Okay, so where you, <laughs> but, you're a, but you're a South Carolinian. I am a South Carolinian. Uh, I'm ashamed to say right now, but I right. Am. Well, John Stewart said something funny. I'm sure you guys saw it the other day, talking about what the lieutenant governor made a a, a, a comparison that. Oh God. That, oh yeah, uh, Andre like, Bauer said that that people on welfare are like stray animals. And we've got yeah. to, to cut them off. Yeah, you you know, my granny said if you feed a stray animal, you know what it does? It breeds or something. It and then, reproduces. It and then he was given the opportunity to, like, retract the statement and just reiterate it. and said, no, I'm not comparing them to stray animals. And then repeated exactly what <laughs> yeah. I said. No, I said stray animals, not stray animals. <laughs> but John Stewart likened it to, like, uh, or a couple of months ago, there was that guy who, who was uh, fucking a horse, you know? And it came out that, like, that he had done it before to the same horse. And he said, you know, South Carolina, he's like, you give them another chance, and they keep fucking that same horse. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was... guy's going to be our next governor in South Carolina, too. So. Oh, my. He certainly is going to be the next governor, I guarantee you. He kind of had the Blagojevich hair, you know? He got uh... in trouble for having pictures of him with some co-eds on Facebook a while back or something. Wow. Hmm, Kiffin. Yeah, so did Kiffin, right? Didn't he crash at Lexus? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. That's old. Right, it is old. Um, All right, so what else we got? Anything else in the main part? I think we need to move on to to enlighten. Now we turn the show into a lecture on science. Yeah, so we we solicited some science questions, and uh, Josh is going to answer some of them now, and we'll give some comments on what he says, whether it's true or not. We'll tell him whether or not he's right, yeah. So, Josh, we we have forwarded Josh all the emails that we got, all four of them, uh, <laughs> with, including science questions, and he'll he'll pick and choose the ones that he wants to answer, and then we'll attack him for not answering the tough hitting questions. Yeah, well, yeah, the, that's great. Well, first of all, I'm a I'm a scientist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what exactly do you do, Josh? What? Yeah, what yeah, is science? Waste taxpayer money is what he does. Well, uh, yeah, I don't I'm, know what I want to do, but I need more money to do it. That's yeah. what I've, I've been doing for the past couple of months is writing grant proposals. Just exactly that, yeah. yeah. But um, no, I'm, a, I'm getting a PhD uh, from the geography department at UNC, and uh, I study forests. But um, I study uh, carbon and water cycling in forests, and um, I try to model that with uh, remote sensing data, so satellite images. And uh, there's a lot of different types of satellites, some that shoot pretty cool lasers and, you know, other other types of cool stuff. So that's why I'm a remote sensing scientist. Uh, 
What, so that's what effect so, does that have? What is the point of remote sensing carbon, carbon and, and, and water flowing through the forests, which is surprising that you're studying forests because all I hear these days is that we're cutting down all the forests. Right. So, right. Forests. What is well, the point, though? Well, the point, I mean, the point of knowing what uh, the water cycle is, is is we need water, right? And uh, we yeah. kind of have a, an interest in making sure that we'll have water in the future that we can drink and, and use for other things. And uh, so we need to know where the different components of water are going, right? Most of the water that we can drink, all of it comes, you know, falls from the sky. But then some of that water gets evaporated back into the atmosphere. Some gets used up by trees and, and is back into the atmosphere. Some of it runs off into lakes and rivers and eventually into the, into the ocean. But uh, so we need to know, what components are what and how that's going to be affected by things like climate change, right? Things heating well, up. So it'll be more if it runs into the ocean, why couldn't we just drink water out of the ocean? Well, that's a good question. Uh, we can't drink water out of the ocean because it has salt in it. You see? There you go. First fun fact. Um, <laughs> there's, there's salt water and we can't drink salt water. <laughs> Josh, so are elves real? Are elves real? Yeah, because you study the forests, and elves live in the forests. So I've, I've not, I have seen no evidence to support uh, there being elves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carry on. But, but but back to your question, remote sensing. Why do I do it from space? Like you know, because we want to look at. <laughs> Are you look... in space right now? <laughs> I'm in space. space. Oh, these bullshit soft scientists at my department would be all over that. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's like yeah, uh, the, we say from space because the things are relevant only at really big scales. I mean, and, and and you can't go out and measure things at the scale of the globe, you know. So we need pictures of the Earth and try to figure out where the forests are and how big those forests are and what the forests are like from satellite pictures. So that's it. That's what I do. So before satellites existed, nobody knew how big a forest was. Or nobody where the forests were. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess they did. I mean, they had, you know, hand-drawn maps and stuff like that. But they, it's not feasible to study how those things are changing if it takes you, you know, uh, 10 years to make a map of, like, a county of forest, you know. Okay. So, but we could get satellite images of the same place on Earth every single day, you know, and we do. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So are you <laughs> do you control with a remote control a satellite? No, no, that's a good question. There's some there's – some, uh, there's some satellites that are that are like on demand that are pointable, right? Like they have a camera that that points. I mean, they're orbiting the Earth, right? So, it so they kind of have to. They can either look directly down, take a picture of what's underneath them at any time, or they could they could move around. And some of those satellites, I guess you could say you're remote controlling because you put in a request to the to the company that that maintains the satellite or NASA or something, and say I want a picture taken of this area, and they say, oh, we're going to be able to do that a week from now, and if it's clear. We'll we'll do that picture for you. What uh? What, so the company that owns these satellites are they charging you when you ask them to take a picture? <laughs> no, it's out of the goodness of their heart. They just really yeah, they charge the fuck out of you. How much? I mean, how much does a picture from space cost? Well, yeah, it all depends on the on what type what the sensor is and how big of the area is. I mean, typically, like there's a sensor I work with called Iconos that takes uh, really high resolution images, and to get one of those pictures in a scene that's like ten kilometers by ten kilometers is, um, I think whoa, it's whoa, we're in America. <laughs> I think that's like five thousand dollars. Really, and that, huh? And yeah. hmm, hmm. 
That's your tax dollars so, at work, right? So, there. Yeah. So then, do you take that picture and just frame it, and then say that's a forest? No, we uh, we try to get as many PhDs out of one image as we can. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm using imagery that was the last student bought, and I'll buy imagery with my grants that I won't get to use, but someone else will. So that's kind of how it works. But a lot of the imagery is free. I mean, I use a lot of stuff that's just free. I mean, as you would expect from like the NASA satellites, we we bought that shit with tax dollars, so we get the money. I mean, we get the imagery. Is it kind of like, kind of like you you take a picture with the NASA satellite? It's kind of shitty compared to the private satellite. In some ways, yeah. I mean, in some of the private satellites, kind of like niche type of satellites like really high resolution stuff but the nasa satellites are are awesome i mean how many how many satellites are orbiting earth right now oh i mean i don't really know that the answer to that question there's a lot i mean the ones that i'm interested in i look at like data from about 10 to 12 different sensors but i mean there's all types of weather satellites that are up there that aren't orbiting i mean the weather satellites are stationary right um but then then there's who knows how many like anchor how does this satellite stay still in space? Well, it has to move. I mean, because the Earth's turning, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't go into orbit like like the space shuttle or something like that. It goes much much further out, so that it's not as strongly influenced by the Earth's gravity. And well, from there on, it's physics, I guess, right? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> well, fuck. We went. We went to the moon. I figure we can make a satellite stay in one place. And well, we can. <laughs> so, do those satellites ever run into each other? Uh, yeah. Is it, it trafficy enough? There's it, actually, there's a, there's a, a, like an international body that governs that type of thing that says, you know, that keeps track of all the satellites. Now they don't keep track of like the military satellites and stuff like that. I mean, who knows how many military satellites are up there, but yeah, they, I mean, they, you don't spend a billion dollars to get a satellite off the ground and be like, oops, <laughs> we, put, <laughs> we put that shit on the, on the wrong way on the freeway up there. You know? <laughs> and we get smashed a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh boss uh yeah uh <laughs> the, uh you know there's no street signs up there okay let me just start out and saying that and i think we need to govern how the satellite should be going around this earth and they were coming at us we were going at them and there was a little bit of lag time and you know we need a better connection next time but I'm that's, need that's the right away up there yeah <laughs> So that's it. I mean, that's the podcast is quickly getting boring, I guess, to everybody but me. Um, I'm interested in hearing about this stuff. What do you think, Joey? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, fine. Moving right along to the questions yeah. that you received. So that's what I do. Um, that's how. That's the type of science that I do. But I'm hoping that I can answer some of these more general science questions. And uh, maybe my whole take on science is summed up. There's this. Uh, Richard Dawkins is fun, fond of quoting the, the former editor of New Scientist magazine. He says, uh, science is interesting, and if you don't agree, you can fuck off. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's my take on all of this stuff. Uh, so there's a lot of questions, but I think one of my favorite things uh, is uh, Earth history. So maybe I'll just do a quick like Earth history thing before we get into the questions. It's like the Earth Set is... Set the table before we eat. The Earth is 10,000 years old, right? <laughs> well, 6,000. 6,000. Okay. The Earth is actually 4.6 billion years old, you know, and um, so for the first, you know, half, uh, you know, 
500 million years, it was just getting bombarded with shit from space. And uh, around that time, the moon forms. Most people think the moon formed because something really big hit the Earth and uh, a whole bunch of matter went off into space and then it gradually accreted and became the moon, right? So in that time, we're just, Earth is just getting bombarded with space junk. How come and we then, are getting bombarded these days with space junk? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. But anyway, okay. as pretty much as soon as we stopped getting bombarded with stuff, uh, life formed, right? Like the life came about and the, that was single cell the little, the little monkeys came out from their holes and said the oh, it looks safe it exactly. looks safe now okay. exactly. no there were no monkeys in holes before that there were no dinosaurs the monkey god put the monkeys in the holes as soon as as soon as we finished that um so then that, that was like single cell bacteria um type stuff and then around 3.5 billion years ago so about a billion years after earth's formation um we start getting stuff that can do photosynthesis and when the photosynthesis happens that's when we start getting oxygen in our that's atmosphere when the party started and that's when we start to get an atmosphere which is why we don't get bombarded by shit today we actually are getting bombarded by stuff but it, because of our thick atmosphere and the high rate of speed that it's going everything burns up before it gets there and we see them as like meteor showers in the sky and occasionally some big stuff does get through you know it, it you know it was probably the size of a vw van when it hit our atmosphere and now it gets to the earth and it's like a softball but you find meteorites i mean for sure but anyway so then so then oxygen starts getting in the atmosphere such that by about 2.3 billion years ago we've got an oxygen rich atmosphere that's something like what we got today and Josh then, is reading off wikipedia right now Continue. wikipedia yeah <laughs> so then so then uh then we get finally we get some like eukaryotic cells around two billion years ago and around 1.5 billion years ago, we get multicellular life. So that's what. So the big, the big thing is there. It's taken 3.5 billion years, nearly 75 percent of Earth's history, and we've just we 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 don't even have multicellular life, right? So it's just going around for for that long. And then we finally get some vertebrate animals around 380 million years ago. Dinosaurs started going buck wild. Booyah! Like 230 to 65 million years ago, right? And then we get the first human type things around 2 million years ago. So like one, so we're not used to thinking of, of, of scales. Like what does a billion mean and how long are these times? So one useful thing is like to say that earth, all earth history is, is 24 hour clock and that earth was formed at midnight. And so then if you, if you take that convention, then at 4, 10 AM, we get life, right? So four hours goes by and, and the earth is just getting bombarded by shit. And then at 1 PM, we finally get some uh, some multi, I mean, some some eukaryotic life, right? So that's nearly nine hours that Earth life on Earth was just stupid simple. Um, at nine thirty p.m., there's land plants. At nine forty-five p.m., there's land animals. Dinosaurs come around at ten forty-five p.m. Mammals oh, early to the party. Well, yeah, ten forty-five p.m. But the, but this is, I mean. This is 24-hour clock, so present day is, is only an hour and 15 minutes away, and we just now get dinosaurs. The mammals happen three minutes later, birds at 11.14. Um, we get a common ancestor, like an ape-like thing, at 11.57 p.m. Homo, Homo sapiens at three seconds before midnight. The Neanderthals went extinct one half second before midnight. The oldest civilization, like Samaria, that was one-tenth of a second before midnight. And the Industrial Revolution happened a thousandth of a second before midnight. So we're so fucking new on this scene, uh, humans are, uh, in, in the terms of Earth history. So I find that, we, that useful and interesting. We're so new, but yeah, we came to rip shit up, you know. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, people admit, talk about the dinosaurs, but humans, we'd be going buck wild. But, so humans killed all the dinosaurs, right? 
No, that's right. We we overrode them. <laughs> yeah. We said, "Hey, y'all! Thanks for warming this party up. Good opening act." But, <laughs> Those uh, Bronto can... burgers. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that, thank... uh, that's big. That's, that's one thousandth of a second before midnight. Industrial Revolution. That's right. That's right. Hmm. Neanderthals went extinct one half second before midnight. I mean, the Neanderthals. So anyway, so I think that's a useful way to think of like how with the scale we're talking about in Earth history, especially when it comes to talking about evolution and stuff like that. I mean, things have been around long, so fucking long. You know, you really got a lot, of, a lot of time to work with to to gradually evolve things. But uh, maybe we'll get into the. I'm sure that's in the questions. Uh, here's a question from. Uh, I guess this is kind of from you. I, I, there's a question that I'll answer from uh, Scooter Reader. But uh, Helter Skelterson also asked uh, why the sky is blue. And uh, and you asked why we have sunsets, and it's a very similar reason. So maybe we'll just put them all in one. Let's do it. Uh, so the, the sky is blue because of uh, Rayleigh scattering. That We get sunlight that uh, gets differentially scattered by atmospheric constituents such that like... Next! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the sky's blue because of Rayleigh scattering. Next. Uh, is there such a thing is there such a thing as rain inside snow or snow inside rain? Um, and the term is grapple, and it's true. It exists. Uh, it has a formal definition from the American Meteorological Society. So it's like... You know, if you see GS on a weather report, that means that grapple is falling from the sky. And so, is uh, it, which one is it? Rain inside snow or snow inside rain? Well, it's I, it's it's neither. I mean, it's got, it's rain that forms. Uh, it's it's water that forms a rime <coughs> on a snow crystal, right? I mean, up in clouds, you can have super cool water vapor. So, so this is like I mean, care under, bears, like like care bears. So That's, normally. Normally, water would freeze at zero degrees, but it has to have a, something to freeze around, like a dust particle. It's called a condensation nuclei. But if none of that's present, it can just get colder and colder and still be in a liquid state. So you get you get water vapor up in clouds that may be as cold as like negative 40 uh, degree Fahrenheit. But then snow crystals come along, right, and they form a condensation nuclei. So, so occasionally the snow crystals hit some of that super cooled water, and it co- coats it in a rime, and it falls as grapple. Which sometimes people apparently call it soft hail or snow pellets or something like. Could that. it kill you? No, this stuff is like super small. I mean, I think the only difference between that and hail is that hail has to be over five millimeters in size, and grapple is much smaller. I mean, it's kind of like that polystyrene, you know, like the little um, little balls of stuff that that comes off polystyrene. It's about that size. Look yeah, you that. know, Joey, polystyrene. Yeah, yeah styrofoam. <laughs> I know what polystyrene is, but I still think that this grapple stuff is a joke. I think it's yeah. <laughs> the joke's on me too. Well, it's just sleet. Yeah. It's just small sleet. Well, sleet, sleet is just is just uh, that. I mean that that's just completely ice, right? It doesn't have a snow in the center. How do you know it's got snow in the center? By the time you cut it open, it would be melted. <laughs> you cut it open. I think you can tell by the by the shape it takes. No. I think that that's a lie. Each wow. snowflake is different. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, that's definitely bullshit. Is it? Well, there's only a set number of, of configurations a snowflake could be in, and there's infinitely many snowflakes that have fallen on Earth. So, yeah. How would you ever know? 
Yeah, how would you know exactly? <laughs> but especially by the time you look at it, it's melted. <laughs> Next question. You asked, uh, when snow is brown, other than the mud and stuff, what makes it turn brown? Is there gas trapped in that snow? <laughs> I forgot to ask that. You don't need to say who That's the dumbest question ever. You don't need to say You don't need to say That wasn't necessarily me. That was a friend of mine that wanted to know. Oh, right. uh, these are anonymous questions. I'm asking yeah, for right, a friend of yours. Yeah, well, of course there's gas trapped in snow. It's, it's mostly air, and that's gas. So, yeah. But, no, there's, sometimes snow turns brown because it gets a lot of dust in it. That's easy. Um, if snow's on the ground, they can wick up muddy water from underneath it. Um, but the, but there's sometimes snow, like recently you saw the snow, I think pink snow fell on Buffalo or something. And that could be through just like dust and stuff in the, in the sky. But out West you get pink snow that some people call watermelon snow. And that's cause there's an algae. There's actually like an algae in the snow that, that is that color. So would it be safe to eat that pink snow? No, it has that, that algae has a laxative effect, apparently. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it would be safe, just not to your best interest. Well, yeah, I don't think it's deadly. I don't think it's lethal, uh, unless you're already dehydrated or something. And Yeah. you eat eating snow because you're thirsty. Right, it's the last one. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> um, um, so uh, Moses Mendoza um, is, a, is a nice observation here, um, kind of a counterpoint to evolution. He says that uh, basically he says uh, why if there's survival of the fittest, why do we still have manatees, which are uh, basically a dumb, defenseless blob of meat that shares <laughs> – that shares ocean space with sharks and other fish of prey. It's true. I, I think if anyone's seen a manatee, they can. There's a pretty apt description. They are defenseless blobs of meat. Uh, surely the manatee is God's response to all those bespectacled goofuses throwing in their lot with Darwin. Uh, well, yeah, you can say that. And there's probably a good possibility that they're on their way out anyway. Um, so, yeah. The manatees, manatees are actually the descended from uh, elephants. They actually crawled their ass out of the sea and then went back into the sea. And I think they're the only sea animal that is uh, completely herbivorous. Um, so that's interesting. Really? Yeah. They only they only eat shit like that. <laughs> they only like their own stuff. They only eat that kind of stuff. But they don't but the reason they, they still exist and why they're not eaten by sharks, which I think is like really Mikey's question, is they don't they don't they don't really have any natural predators and they live in like estuarial regions where the big ocean predators like whales and, and sharks don't go. So they're able to get away with it. <laughs> and in the estuary they're the biggest thing around. I mean they're not gonna be eaten by halibut. Um, so yeah, that's just for the halibut. That's why they still exist. But they are going extinct. Uh, they don't think there are going to be manatees around in a century but due to humans uh, because they are kind of dumb and they're curious and they get hit by boat propellers a lot. <laughs> they're curious? <laughs> they're very curious. I mean, they're like, hey, you got any lettuce? <laughs> 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 Apparently, uh, NASA has a, a ask an astrobiologist section. And they apparently have gotten a lot of questions about uh, the, the fictionary planet Naboo, I guess. I haven't seen Avatar yet. But they get a lot of questions about that. And um, so the National 
question from there is, is there other life in the universe? Well, that's a question I guess most of us have thought about. And, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, there's an equation attributed to Drake. Sometimes it's uh, people call it the Sagan equation because Carl Sagan was fond of, uh, of, of talking about it. And it kind of tries to put a probability on life based on the number of stars out there, the number of stars that have planets. But the crucial aspect of that is you've got to assign a probability to life coming about on any of those planets. And you can't, you know, and, and so it falls on its face there. And, you know, and it, it can mean anything. The, the expression can, can yield any probability you want based on, you know, what you put in that. And an expression that can mean anything means nothing. So who really knows? Um, but I will say that there's, there's a ridiculous number of galaxies. Uh, in 1999, the Hubble telescope images from that, they estimated that there was 125 billion uh, galaxies. And just recently, there's, they, uh, they reanalyzed some of that imagery. with a, it's got, It got a new telescope, and they think that the number could be much, much higher. And each of those could have a trillion stars, and each of those could have a planet system. So there's a lot of opportunity for this to happen, I would think. Um, so yeah, probably, Gosh. probably there is. Are there Good manatees on other planets? <laughs> is, there, is there what? Is there manatees on other planets? I think, I think that's there a once manatees. in a lifetime opportunity, evolutionary opportunity. Manatees are kings on other planets. They're really cute. They are cute, aren't they? Yeah. They're sea cows, mermaids, they're, right? They look like water versions of Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my lettuce? <laughs> Owen, Owen asked a number of questions. We'll just go to the, oh. the, the stupid ones first. I mean, the ducks, quacks don't echo. False, they do. Um, like any other thing. <laughs> uh, do people with big Adam's apples always have massive junk? <laughs> and, uh, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know that experience. he, he had what was – do people have varying sizes of Adam's apples? You know that – Owen, and this is a question that I get to answer. The Adam's apple is your larynx. It's your vocal folds, and some people have bigger vocal folds than others, and that affects their pitch and how many hertz you should measure their 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 speech production at. How about that? Owen doesn't care about any of that. He's just trying to say he's got a big penis because he because he, he has an Ichabod Crane uh, <laughs> Adam's apple. I don't. I'm not even sure that's an Adam's apple. That could be a goiter. Um, that it's like an Adam's pumpkin. Neck. I'm concerned. I think that maybe he has a tumor. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would assume that it's controlled by genetics, just like your junk size. So, man, some people got big junk. Some people got big Adam's apple. Um, he's Not necessarily causational. He says, uh, what probability is there that the Christian God exists using a sliding scale from, from one being, don't be ridiculous, you fucking gullible taint, to 100 being, he definitely exists because he impregnated my mother with me. Uh, God. <laughs> I just assumed you weren't going to read that verbatim. <laughs> I, think, I think you would appreciate that. Um, I, would say, I would say one. Um, don't be ridiculous, you fucking gullible taint. Um, <laughs> that's a personal probability. Uh, he says, uh, is global warming re- real, and does it kill people in developing countries? And I would say global climate change, which is what we in the biz call it, is real. And uh, is it going to adversely affect people in developing countries? Absolutely. Um, one reason is geography, places that are uh, just, ha- they happen 
poor countries happen to be in places that are going to get the brunt of climate change, but more importantly, they're the least capable of, of adapting to it. So, yeah, it's well, going to fuck up hard. How come it was so cold last month if there's global warming? Well, I like I said, outside my house. Well, that's true, and that's like Mikey said. Uh, if global if warming is true, why is it so cold in my office? <laughs> so, yeah, it's well. That's one of the reasons we say global climate change. <laughs> kind of hedging. That's our, a cop our, out. It is a cop out. No, it's not cop out. Some place, I mean, it just means that you know the most projections seem to say that hot places can get hotter, cold places can get colder, dry places can get drier, etc. Yeah. So when somebody or extreme says- climate. When somebody says to you, well, Josh, uh, it's cold outside. This kind of debunks your theory of global warming, doesn't it? What is your response? Uh, I guess I just I die a little bit inside, and, <laughs> uh, and I just refuse to answer it. I say, I guess you're right, you know. I guess you're right. Uppity scientist. Yeah, I probably – you're right. I, I probably don't deserve a PhD in this. Um, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but his follow-up is uh, if if since it is real, why do people still insist on flying huge distances in order to attend pointless quasi-pagan ceremonies? And, oh, uh, look at that! It's, just, it's opening an old wound here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more of a sociological question. Uh, anthropology, I'm not my wheelhouse. <laughs> So I think that's uh, that's most of the questions. Unless you guys have any, did I ignore the hard ones? I think there was a couple questions from Santera meant for the our, our last guest, Miss. <laughs> oh yeah, sure this, Santera. We asked for questions that we wanted to ask a woman, and Santera. Two weeks after we had Miss on, he decided to send in his questions for a woman. I I don't know. He said, claims to be a giant fan of the show, but apparently he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a woman, but science, uh, you know, my, my, my background in science leaves me uniquely positioned to comment on the female condition. So, yeah, I'll field those, too. Yeah, just a couple of them. Pick one or two, and then we'll move on. Well, how about do girls like guys with long hair is what he said, because he, uh, he in his sad list of questions, that was one of them. And he has long hair. Um, <laughs> girls, girls like uh, guys with long hair because it reminds them of girls and girls would much prefer um, to be with other girls if the, uh, if the appropriation could happen, but it can't. So, so yeah, you can, you know, Fabio, Fabio, for instance, case in point. Yeah. Santero's no Fabio. It's the long hair. No, he's no, he's no Fabio. (laughs) (laughs) Pick one from the inappropriate section. Uh, yeah, oh God. Um, do I have to call before I come, or can I just pop over out of the blue? Um, you need to call before you come. Uh, yeah. I just I yeah, you might come over and find me in the kitchen with Daddy Fat Sacks cooking shrimp. So in, in high heels. In high heels. Yeah. So you better call. Cooking shrimp, uh, Daddy Fat Sacks. Um, he's. Uh, should I trim, shave completely, or go with the Afro wiener? Um, Afro Afro wiener. If you're growing hair on your dick, you might want to check that out with the doctor. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you've got literally got an Afro wiener, you should probably shave that. Yeah, Afro base is cool. Afro wiener, uh, something's wrong. 
I think he's I think he's talking more like a like a microphone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I girls girls really really like the bush. Well, Owen would say that if you trim your pubic hair then you're destroying the environment for some bullshit reason, I'm sure. So <laughs> There's that. He saw it in a he saw it in a documentary. Yeah. So it must be true. <laughs> right. Well, I think this is getting boring. Um, yep. People people don't want to learn anything. I can already hear them out there. Yeah. Oh. No. Well, people oh. learn stuff from the show all the time. So. Turn this shit off. Well, um, thanks well for like life. I said, science is interesting. If you don't agree, you can fuck off. <laughs> there you go. We, uh, we look forward to maybe getting some more questions another two weeks from now from Santero that'll be science-based. And we'll just... <laughs> We may have you back on at that point to answer those questions. No, have we'll this answer that part separately and just tell you that it's going to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> A covert recording. That'd be good. So yeah, I think that's what I got. Yes. All right. Well, well we're going with that. You might even have a spinoff show. Just <laughs> IOLTOS stardom. Uh, you know, from the folks that brought you IOLTS, now we bring you the science guy. We expand our broadcast network to include other shows. Yeah, we're <laughs> an umbrella corporation of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, are we going to get kickbacks on this or anything? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't so- say we. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on who you uh, include in the we. Well, I'll use... One more thing before we get to uh, these questions, and it may be included in the questions, but shout out to Kevin DeLeon. Uh, he's going to be putting the show up tonight if we get finished in a reasonable time because tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, he is heading out to, to uh, New Orleans, Orleans to celebrate the big game. Talk about something important. Who that? Who, what that? Who that? Uh, Kevin is a huge Saints fan, and, and Destiny has smiled kindly upon his face. Um, and uh, and they, the the Saints are headed to the Super Bowl, and he's headed down to New Orleans, where the party will definitely be better than in Miami. Right. Um, and so, I, yeah. So I, and Kevin, you know, it's it's just an honor to make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's just say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's going to New Orleans, and he invited me to go with him, but I'm actually going to Tony Dungy's party in Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, we're gonna play Christian Pictionary and. Drink Diet Coke. <laughs> Peyton, Man- Peyton Manning doesn't even need another Super Bowl, though. I mean, the Saints could use it. Yeah, he does. He needs it so that he can he can crush Tom Brady in the greatest player of all time debate. So he can get himself some Wrangler commercials, too? Yep. Don't hmm. you talk bad about Brett Favre on this? No, point. by the way, though, there is a new Wheaties commercial with Peyton Manning practicing by himself. Have you guys seen this Wheaties Fuel commercial? Nah. It's got Peyton Manning literally on a farm throwing a football. <laughs> Trying to get that Brett Favre money. Yeah, well, he's he's throwing a football by himself, and then it pans out, and there's just a collection of like 50 footballs in the same spot on the farm, and then it and then it cuts to the Wheaties fuel. So, <laughs> it's it's not a very good commercial, but I did it did make me think about Brett Favre. Yeah, I said oh they're stealing that farm. He didn't even grow up on a farm. He grew up down in Louisiana. Well, that's a you know country influence. Everything you know, all these people wanting to buy country bullshit. And Glenn Beck influence. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Well, 
now that we're sure we don't have any conservative listeners left on the show, let's move into what's what you've been listening to, Joey. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm back on some old shit, if you can believe that. Uh, there's this band called Menthol that was had one song in the 90s that was on alternative radio back when they had alternative radio, mm-hmm. uh, which was called, the song was called Stress is Best. Their self-titled album, Menthol, was out in 1995, and it's just good, like, crunchy alternative rock. And I found out that they have a new album, new-ish album that came out in 2004, called uh, Danger Rock Science. See? Topical. Rock Science. <laughs> um, and it's more of a 80s new wave influence, but I'll, I'll put one of their songs on the podcast, and you guys can see. But if you like kind of crunchy guitars and stuff, they're, they're a pretty good band. That, that first album was really good, and I'm kind of liking this new one, too. So, When did the Danger Rock Science come out? I think 2004. Okay. Yeah, so... I don't know. That was the only, they were from Cleveland, and they... I don't know. They just disappeared. So, cool. Uh, Josh, what have you been listening to? Uh, I feel like now I should say something that no one's ever heard of too. So like, uh, yeah, I'll make up some. Oh, I've been listening to the uh, the paper clips. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, no. What I've been listening to, and I'm I'm directly surprised that you guys haven't mentioned it before, is this uh, MGMT album that came out a couple of years ago called. Oracular Spectacular. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's like one of the best things to happen in the in the past several years. I love every single track on that album, and uh, I can't get enough of it. And everyone that I play it for really likes it and goes out and buys it too. And um, so that's what I've been listening to. Along one one more thing is uh, Chris Isaac uh, Baja Sessions. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Yeah, I'm into that, and that's good stuff, man. Chris yeah, Isaac. Yeah, I'm into that, too. Chris Isaac is funny, too, if you've ever seen him on TV or anything. He's pretty funny, dude. Yeah, Courtney caught the Chris Isaac show one time with Jewel on there and said he was really good. Yeah, he had a show for, like, two seasons that was pretty well regarded. I think you can actually get that on Netflix. Anyway. The MGMT album, that has uh, Waiting to Forget or whatever on it. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's a good album, and actually, MGMT, even though they've been out for like five <laughs> years, was nominated as best new artist on the Grammys. I was, I was gonna bring that up. I was waiting for it to get quiet. I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> Them and the other one was um, Silver Sun Pickups, which I like their album that came out five years ago. Yeah, and has been on every every Cadillac commercial ever made. I think has played a Silver Sun's pickup song, and they're best new artists. So there you go. There's hope for all of us. <laughs> Best new podcast. Best new podcast next year. Um, Yeah, Mackenzie had mentioned last night, or when she said, oh, MGMT's on the Grammys. I like them, and I had never heard them. So I'm looking forward to you uh, introducing me to that CD. Moses Mendoza likes that CD, too. I Hmm. love that CD. They got that song, Electric Feeling. It's like, oh, shock me like an electric eel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sell it. I don't know what. <laughs> what you been listening to? Oh, I went back into uh, NPR's All Songs Considered. Podcast. Well, well, <laughs> well, I've actually got something that's uh, that's against my mold. Poured myself a glass of Pinot Grigio and turned on the NPR's All Songs Considered. They they got there's. <laughs> There's a, a new um, Yaysayer album coming out that I'm pretty excited about that they've played a song from. But they got this other this other album 
that they played a song from that's coming out in March, which I think both of you will be excited about. And I, despite my hate for Danger Mouse, which is obviously arbitrary, uh, Danger yeah. Mouse and James Mercer from The Shins have got an album coming out. They're calling themselves Broken Bells. And the album's called Broken Bells. And they played the first track from that song. And the oh, song shit. was good. It was real good. Um, I, In fact, I started the podcast over so I could listen to the song twice. Um, and that's coming. that album's coming out in March. So I think that if it's anything like the song that they played, that album will be well-received and probably really popular. Yeah, I, I like pretty much anything that James Mercer touches. I mean, he's guested on a couple of Modest Mouse songs that I love, and I don't know. He's I could see that working. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been listening to. Oh. Uh, what's the hype, Joey? Uh, well, or Josh. Yeah, Josh, you kick it off. What's the hype? Yeah, is that where, that's the order we going. Um, I've been uh, I'm I'm pretty hype on um, Netflix because we just hooked it up. We got a. Almost eight inches of snow here. It came down starting on Friday, and I thought that might be a good time to to get out my two week free trial of Netflix. And uh, so we hooked that up streaming through the Xbox. Um, got a little a little pro tips from uh, from Scooter Reader as an yeah. avid user, and uh, went well, to town. And the, I, I, so like the the sub hype here is that we uh, watched the first season of Dexter. And we started watching the second season, and I know you guys talked about it before, and I I want to I want to remember that you guys didn't like it and were kind of hating on it. But for me, that show's super hype. I love it. It was I, me hating on it. I haven't seen Dexter, but my girlfriend loves it, and I'm going to check it out at some point. But together. you know, we like I'm not the most critical of, of of TV shows and stuff. Like, let's get that out there. I watch like Bones. ABC Family. Everything on lot. ABC Family. Yeah, I watch everything on ABC. Big big fan of Greek. Big fan of big fan of. I uh, used to be a big fan of uh, the Secret Life, but uh, not so much now. iCarly, <laughs> Yo Gabba Gabba. Do you watch? Uh, do, you, do you watch Glee? Yeah, I like Glee. I haven't <laughs> seen an episode, but it sure is pretty popular. And I, I assume if if there's going to be an ABC critic, then it's going to be you or ABC Family Guy. I love Glee. Glee can do no wrong. Yeah, Glee's awesome. Okay. They even got their their own gum. I noticed on the checkout line the other day. They got Glee gum. Uh, does it make you sing good or something? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cross hey. Well, I just you know the Netflix is hype. Welcome to 1998. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's old. <laughs> actually, I thought the other day, and I've actually been using Netflix since 1998. Wow. And they've been around that long. Back then, it took you like three weeks to get a DVD. Yeah, they had processing like center. DVDs. It wasn't even back then. It was on VHS. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> the thing. Like how quick it is. I mean, we we've been doing just the instant queue stuff. But I was like, well, I'll put something. I wanted to get Hurt Locker because you guys were talking it up so much. And then and then in fact, Scoot readers like put it at number one in your queue. So I did that on like a Saturday night, and uh, and I got that thing yesterday, Monday morning. Regional regional distribution centers, man. They yeah. get them out quick. Awesome. So have I you guess watched it yet? No, I guess I think that's what I'm doing next. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, nice. I think you're going to like it. Uh, well, uh, my hype is the fact that we got snow. <laughs> um, that I mean, that that's enough, you know? I, I It's been a while since I've had a solid snow, and we got – we probably got four or five inches over here in Raleigh, and um, everybody forgets how to drive. All the uh, bread and milk is out of the grocery store, and I got <laughs> to hit – I hit McKenzie was out of town, and she came back in town, and – Whenever she comes in from being out of town, she all of a sudden 
it becomes incapable of carrying her suitcase. So I go out and get a suitcase <laughs> for her, and I bring it in, and, um, and then I had to go out and get something else from her car. So obviously I balled up a nice little patch of snow and threw it right at her in the house. Throwing a snowball inside the house is the most liberating experience. Did <laughs> <laughs> you go jump on your bed next? I'm surprised you could do that since you have a, you know, close the door immediately policy in your house. <laughs> well, yeah. Mikey's going to have something to say about that. <laughs> Uh, hey, yeah, uh, Groove. What were you? What was I doing when you called me yesterday? Shovel, shoveling a driveway. Shoveling snow. <laughs> Did you ever think you would call me and have me say I was shoveling snow? I would, number one, I never think I'd call you and you'd be doing a favor for somebody else. Right. And let alone that would be something shoveling physical. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, that uh, horrible. what? All out of breath. He's like, hey, I've been shoveling snow. <sighs> <laughs> shoveling the snow, yeah, I was shoveling snow for my girlfriend and her uh, her grandparents. They were uh, they had a lot of snow on their porch and their deck. And... We made it. I got a one class. I got one class. I absolutely hate. And um, and it's at one thirty on Mondays and Wednesdays, and it's old Middle English, and we have to like recite in old Middle English, and um. You know, one of the parts, you know, I had that asshole professor last semester that I brought up some quotes from him. And, and this time it's a literature professor who's kind of flaky and doesn't really know, like, anything about what she's supposed to be teaching. And um, uh, and it's a one third. And I had some quotes written down of what she said last class, but it's not even worth repeating here. But ultimately, classes were canceled until noon on Monday. Because of the snow, and then from 6.30 p.m. and for the rest of the night, all the night classes were canceled. But it was just my luck that my class was smack in the middle of this closing. So I actually had <laughs> class. <laughs> they still got classes still canceled around here. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, Chapel Hill, um, Durham, uh, Chatham County, all those schools are closed tomorrow. Daggum. Well, yeah. we got class. Yeah, people lose their shit with the snow around here. That bread and milk thing. I don't know what happens. Like when it snows, everybody goes around to just like eating bread and milk. That's it. <laughs> it's like it's like Southern Californians when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a lot of cars on the side of the road, and I was just driving. I mean, I you know, I mean, I was out in it. I didn't go out on Saturday, but I was out in it on Sunday. It really wasn't that bad, but I had four wheel drive. Oh shit! Lost starts in ten minutes. We gotta do this thing. All right, all right. I'm wrapping it up. What? You're not watching it? I'm gonna watch it. No, you're not. You said you were gonna DVR it. Well, I'm gonna. I think the first hour is just a recap, anyways. Right? Uh, I don't know. Shit, I hope it is. Anyways, what's your hype, Joey? Uh, my hype is uh one year anniversary with the girlfriend. Zing. And uh. Yeah, she got me Mass Effect 2 and a new wireless headset for the Xbox. She's like my sugar mama when it comes to video games. If it wasn't for her, you wouldn't be playing video games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's really true, and she supports my video game habit. Likes to watch me play video games. and That's, that's it, awesome. Yeah, and played uh, a good chunk of Spec Ops with me from uh, Modern Warfare 2 the other day. Yeah, so. we were all on playing... 
And um, and everybody's like, we saw you sign on. We're like, everybody said, oh, send Jones an invite, send Jones an invite. And I pulled it up to send you an invite. And I did send you an invite, but then I saw you on Spec Ops. I knew Mary was, uh, Maria was over there, and I was like, uh-oh. I was like, guys, he ain't switching over. He's playing Spec Ops. He's yeah. playing the mainline game. Yeah, she <laughs> did pretty good, man. So that that's my hype. And also the secondary hype is the Super Bowl, because I'm really excited about my team taking the field. Well, that's interesting because that's my hype still out. Well, yeah, it could I mean, be because you never know how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and do hype still out, then we'll do not the hype. Mine is no shit. No, that's not my hype still out. Yeah. Fuck that. Sorry. <laughs> my hype still out. It's season six of Lost. Um. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> mine too. So. Uh, that's old. That's old. <laughs> What's yours, Josh? Oh, I, I guess it's got to be the iPad. I, I got to try one out and see what see what happens with the iPad. The hype's definitely still out for all Are the. Are you gonna be that guy that goes to the, the Apple Store and just to play with the toys? Yeah, I am that guy. Yeah, definitely. Do you do you try to puff up when somebody comes up to you and teaches you how to use a computer? And you're like, oh, no, shit. Ain't nobody gonna teach me anything in there. I'm yeah. a, I'm an evangelist. They should pay me in there. I know all that shit. Do you go in and set the homepage to some porn site on all the computers? <laughs> no, I'm going to be setting it to, to the website we're about to launch for Courtney's web, uh, for Courtney's photography business. CourtneyGrayPhoto.Photography.com. Believe. Get the URL right. Yeah, she's a very talented photographer, and you should uh, check her out for all your needs. Next. Including boudoir sessions. Yeah, she does. She has done that. <laughs> you got to be somebody special. She's not going to do it for you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's not the hype, Jigga? Um, my not the hype is Zach and Miri make a porno. Uh, it's not often that I watch a movie and turn it off midway through. I always finish a movie if I don't like it, and that movie just made me want to just scream, and so I turned it off. I like Kevin Smith movies. I don't have a hatred of Seth Rogen like you do. Um, but it just was not funny, and it was just like, eh, here's a dick joke. And now here's a dick joke told by a woman. It's funnier, right? And I was like, eh, not really. Click. <laughs> so, yeah, I turned that shit off. It was fucking stupid. So. Speaking of <laughs> shitty movies that you may as well not watch, we watched Extract last night. Oh, I see, I've heard mixed reviews on that. but Not good. Just not. I didn't turn it off, but it's not good. Don't bother. <laughs> oh bother. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, the hype, Josh. Josh. Uh, my not the hype has got to be my North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, my, the basketball team is is not doing good right now. Bubble and, team. Uh, I got yeah. I got no explanation. I was here for for Doherty and all that crap. So I've I've been through the ringer. But these guys have a lot more promise than those underperforming teams ever did, and they just can't get the damn message. Um, but I mean, we're gonna we're gonna beat Duke, um, so it'll be a victory. We already have beat Duke in a, by the associative property, right? I mean, we beat State and State beat Duke, so done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I not the hype at all, pissing me right off. Yeah. yeah. The only thing where where Josh gets more indignant than Apple computers when it comes to Carolina basketball. Uh, my not the hype is that I'm sick as a dog. I had to came home 
early from from school today. I didn't go to my classes. Yeah, and I've I've been and for I'm sitting here like running a fever, making it through. The show must go on. Obviously, I'm a trooper, you know, but but I'm really uh, sick. Yeah, so right. Need some steady. Yep. <laughs> Courtney's getting sick too. Look at me. I get sick once a year, Joey. Well, you have no pity on me when I get sick. So. Well, it's because you get sick every other day. You're a hypochondriac. I'm not a hypochondriac. I just get sick a lot lately. I'm sick. <laughs> well, look, what are you doing right now? I am sick. I'm, I'm sick. sweating. I'm, I'm sweating right look now. Look at what I'm, I'm doing. Look at how great I am for coming on the podcast. Oh, oh my goodness. Listen to my fourth float. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what are you been surfing, Jigga? Uh, I'm, all right. First of all, this site called chasing the chasing the frog dot com, <laughs> and uh, it's this it's a weird name, but it's a it's a website that shows it like tells the true story behind movie plots, and so it has like pictures of the actual person, like movies that are based on a true story. It shows the actual person's face, and then the actor that played them's face, and then it breaks down like what is real and what's not real about the story. It's just kind of cool. You're into that. That is cool. Stuff. I just pulled it up. And uh, not a whole lot of movies on there, but there's some cool stuff. I don't know if they keep updating it or what, but uh, the other thing is uh, the chat, the Ocho Cinco News Network, which is Chad <laughs> Ocho Cinco and Chris Cooley and a couple other NFL players are covering the Super Bowl this week, and they're giving some pretty funny tweets. Um, you can just search for Chad Ocho Cinco tweet uh, on the internet and, and get his Twitter feed. So that's my thing. <laughs> what about you, Grieve? Um, oh, old listener probably doesn't listen anymore. Sent me a YouTube video of this guy Peter Fox, who's like a German musician. Yeah, and um, and the video for it is super sweet. And I watched some of the other videos, and he's got this like chimpanzee recurring theme where like he'll have he'll be dressed in a suit, but like he'll have a chimpanzee mask on, yeah. like a latex mask, and um. The video for Alice New, I guess is how it's pronounced, is super good. And if you want to listen to it, uh, I am putting it on Twitter right now. Um, and then you can go down the rabbit hole with like the rest of his songs. But apparently he was in some super group in Germany, and they all split off, and they all made um, solo albums. And this guy's was apparently the best, definitely the most popular. But the video is worth watching. The song's really good, even if you can't understand what's being said. So that's what I've been surfing. All right. Grizzles, what you got? Uh, two two things I've been surfing. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Redditor. So uh, reddit.com, R-E-D-D-I-T.com. It's just like a feed or a news aggregator, like kind of like Dig is a more popular one. I think Reddit's a lot better. Uh, Reddit's like a less racist version of Dig. It's a lot, yeah, it's a lot less racist. And anything that's good on Dig was on Reddit the day before. And I mean, yeah. that. People say that, but it's, it's absolutely true. Um, so that's one thing. I, I really like Reddit. Um, and uh, TED.com, T-E-D.com, I think everyone should check that out. It's just a stockpile of these uh, great um, lectures by, by people. They have this conference called TED where they invite – Yeah, they had people. a fucking one from David Blaine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. I saw that recently. The state of magic in America. Yeah, like – yeah, it was like how he held his breath for 15 minutes. I, I skip right over that, but there's some really good stuff on there, and you should check it out. Um, I really like that. So, yeah, Ted and Reddit. Yeah, I've seen one or two of these Ted lectures, and they are pretty legit. Um, I mean, you, I think cool. So. You sound like you're in a barrel right now. It's because I'm sick. 
He's sick. Uh, yeah, you got real sick. I've been having sick. my show voice on, and now that I said I'm sick, I can go back to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited about the uh, grab bag today. Well, are we going to have time to do it? If you want to watch Lost, we're not going to be able to get done in the next oh, fuck one minute. That. I'm not. I'm not worried about Lost at all. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I got to stop this, and then we need to call you back because you sound like shit. Okay. All right, so we're back, and uh, we're going to play a little game like we often play a game with the guests that come on, and usually it's funny or not funny, but I've altered it this time uh, to be cool or not cool is the name of the game. And so being as I'm the judge of everything that's cool, just like I'm the judge of everything that's funny, um, what I will do is I will read out a topic or a name or a subject, and each By one... The way, just so you know, I let that one pass. Well, it doesn't matter if you let it pass or not. Wow, it's, it's not true. Um, do you want to... advisor, is Joey all things cool? Negative one point for you, Groove. Right. <laughs> oh, so you're starting not, behind one. You're not Tony Reale, okay? <laughs> negative one. Um, yeah, so we're... Well, you better be quiet or you're actually going to get that negative one. Um, okay, so I'm going to read the name out or a title or whatever, and then you guys are going to have all of three seconds to... To describe why you're voting, the time either. it keeps getting shorter. Well, because it goes on too long. It goes seconds, on too long. That's three seconds. Let, I can't even say not cool in three seconds. Let me finish my discussion of the rules, okay? So, I, in the, you're going to get a chance to say whether my something blood pressure is, is getting worked off right now because I know that no matter how right I am, you are going to fix it so that I lose. It's not. I don't fix it so you're going to lose. I you, toss things out there, and of course, and I've got this axe to grind with grizzles anyway. Yeah, but you don't understand that I have to see Grizzles on a regular basis when we go play disc golf. And if you make it so that he wins, thank you, then he's going to mention this every single fucking time he sees well, me. Well, will you let me finish telling the rules? Uh, just okay. Really? I, that's what. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so you're going to say whether something's cool or not, and then I'm going to tell you if you're right or not. And if you're right, you get a point. <laughs> And if not, then you don't get a point. So, and if, you know, feel free to try to sway me with your argument. You probably won't, but you can try. Okay, so you ready to kick it off? Uh-huh. All right, we're going to let the guests go first. Uh-huh. And uh, so, Josh, this one's for you, and then, then Groove will get a chance to either agree with you or disagree with you. Um, right. George Clooney, cool or not cool? Uh, he's not cool. He's just not cool. Why? Uh the 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 uh, second uh, oceans uh, fifty four or whatever it was that's why he's not cool. Okay. Roof, cool or not cool? He's fucking cool as shit. And the reason that Josh couldn't come up with the reason for him not being cool is because he is cool. Oceans eleven, twelve, and thirteen, motherfucker, done. He takes himself too seriously. Uh, he does take himself very seriously, but when you're that cool, you have to. Oh my! You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Am I this cool?" All yes, right. I am. That uh, George Clooney's like the coolest dude on the planet. So, point for, I mean, he's cool and everything, and he organized. This coming from a person who thinks Bono is cool, though. I didn't. Bono's not on the list. Um, Jesus. And I criticize Bono as much as anybody. So, uh, well, George Clooney organized that concert for Haiti the other day. You know, oh, do you see Duncan Trussell tweeted cool. today? Someone should do a benefit for Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, okay. Soon. Well, th- too soon. <laughs> okay, so the next one is uh, Peyton Manning. Groove, go. Cool. He's cool. He's well. Fuck. If I really think about it, he's a really good guy. He's the best quarterback on the planet. But, and his commercials are funny. But I think they're funny because he really isn't that cool. So I'm going to say, actually, he's not cool as bad as I want him to be cool. All right, Grizzlies. He's awesome, but he's not cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to say he's cool, but that's a pretty convincing argument. He is, uh, he's, he's very awesome. But, and yeah. he's funny in those commercials with Justin Timberlake. But you're right. It's funny because he's not a cool guy. <laughs> but he was great on Saturday Night Live. That maybe showed you a little bit of how he was kind of cool, those Saturday Night Live bits were funny. What's your vote? Cool or not cool? Uh, not cool. So to, you're both wrong. I judge him, his coolness, based on whether or not I would like to hang out with him. And you wouldn't. You got to tell me that it'd be fun. As sh- it would be fun as shit to hang out with Peyton Manning. It'd be awkward to hang out with no, Peyton Manning. You're both wrong. Uh, okay, Drew Brees, Josh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who that? He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool because he's gonna he's gonna win the Super Bowl. Oh, mm. whoa! Well, way to sway my favor. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree with Josh. He's a lot cool. Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting because you, you can't judge Drew Brees or Peyton Manning on the same coolness template as you would George Clooney. But in the in the world of, of, of NFL quarterbacks, he's definitely cool. He's uh, definitely okay, cool. so I'm judging this based on my favorite Sports Center commercial of all time, which I'll try to throw on the Twitter feed, where he gets the Mardi Gras float stuck in the gate. <laughs> that was on, that was on <laughs> just like last night. And that's my favorite one. He's like, what do you want me to do? It's too wide to fit through the gate. I'm stuck. Back up. (laughs) So you both get a point for that. Even though he's going to lose in the Super Bowl. He's he's cool. Um, There is that shirt now, too. Breezes is my homeboy. Yeah, which which Kevin has one and his wife. Uh, But, yeah, I like like Drew Brees back when he had his old stuff with the Chargers. um, Okay, James Bond. Not cool. Yeah, I don't even put him on there. Uh, Okay. Uh, so who's the next one? Groove? Yeah. James Bond, cool or not cool? Wait a minute, is this James Bond as a concept, or, like, yeah. as played by who? Well, the whole aggregate of everything James Bond. Oh, okay. Uh, it's cool enough, because it's a sweet video game. But I'm not really a big Bond guy. I don't really go for puns and sweet one-line jokes and so that really brings down his coolness factor but pierce brosnan made him real cool all right josh oh my god he's cool despite pierce brosnan Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> pierce brosnan was the worst thing to ever happen to james bond but james <laughs> bond is that cool that he can survive that type of, of toll that pierce brosnan took on his his franchise no he's that pierce brosnan is fucking horrible Alright, uh, I'm going to give you both a point, but I like Pierce Brosnan. I'm okay with him. It's alright. Yeah, and, 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 and Groove, uh, my comedy's a little more sophisticated than one-liners. Yeah, one-liners. <laughs> Look at that, yeah. Oh, is that where she makes the salad dressing? Yeah, ranch dressing. Ranch dressing jokes. Uh, okay. These things. <laughs> alright, uh, Grizzles, uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt's cool as hell. Yeah, he's awesome. His his almost his entire body of work is cool, 
And, um, yeah, he's an awesome guy. He seems like he'd be fun to have a beer with, too. All right, Grieve? He's the only man on the planet that's cooler than George Clooney. Uh, yes, let me give you both a point, because you're both right. Groove was almost a little more right than Josh, but um, he is pretty damn cool. I don't know. He, he He's kind of neck and neck with George Clooney for me. but uh, uh, It depends on which, uh, which Oceans movie you're watching. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, George Clooney's never done anything like Legends of the Fall. You know, well, he did do Syriana. <laughs> well, that, was... That's a good movie. Oh, of course you don't like it. I don't like it. It just didn't say enough about Middle Eastern relations for me. <laughs> um, George Clooney's cool when he doesn't have a beard. All right. Uh, you better watch out or you're going to get a point taken away. All right. And we're back. Um, okay. Uh, next one. So, Groove, you got this one. Matt Damon. Oh, man. Yeah, he's cool. Um I can see why somebody would say he's not cool, but he's cool not just because of the Bourne trilogy, but because he did this. He had this uh, episode on Entourage where he was an absolute dick, but like dick for a good cause. On on, it was really funny. I don't know. I mean, he's third. He's number three, right? Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon. He's number three on the cool list. Josh. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's a very funny guy. I think that for what comes to mind. Uh, as a supporting argument is that uh, I'm fucking Matt Damon uh, yeah. video, <laughs> yeah. which is really funny. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you both a point. Matt Damon's cool. Um, ben Affleck. Josh. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. But like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Ben Affleck. All right, Grace. <laughs> No, he's not cool. <laughs> for the same reason, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for the same fucking He's not cool. I mean, I fucking Ben Affleck was funny. And actually, he was the funniest character on Extract, which was the shame of a movie I watched last night. But he, uh, but no, Reindeer Games. Argument finished. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give the point to Groove because Ben Affleck is the opposite on this cool spectrum from George Clooney. He is absolutely the most uncool person to ever live. Well, you're right. He uh, is opposite of George Clooney, and that George Clooney's not cool, and Ben Affleck. You've already established that you're not really doing very well right now. So. It's, uh, it's well, it's six to four, six to four, which is actually a big lead in this game. Um, okay, uh, so who's got the next one? Josh, LeBron James. Oh, is that really a question? LeBron yeah. James is cooler than everyone that we talked about put together. And the the evidence is those Nike ads, the uh, the LeBrons, the the where he's the, he plays all the characters in the family. Oh yeah, yeah. those are, yeah, those old commercials. Oh, uh, old stuff. And, tw- and twelve blocks. You won't talk about knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Groove. Yeah, I can't improve on that. He's cool as shit. Yeah, he's cool. Um, all right, so Groove Ron Artest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Ron Artest is cool. Um, he's one of the strongest guys in the NBA. Uh, he's got a sweet barber that he flies out to wherever he's playing for big games to cut his hair and put sweet designs in his hair. I mean, was, that's cool. If I had hair, I'd have a barber that would fly out to L.A. with me, too. All right, Josh? Yeah, he's real cool. That's kind of like the, the heir to Dennis Rodman's throne as far as eccentric behavior. 
yeah, and I've always thought Dennis Rodman was cool, so yeah, he's cool. Uh, hair topiary, cool. <laughs> so each one gets a point. Uh, okay, and the next one's a little tougher. Uh, Josh Allen Iverson, cool or not cool? Oh, the answer. Um, you know, he's 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 kind of fallen from grace with me. I don't think he's cool. Um, I don't like the way I he he kind of exit ended his career. You know, it's kind of tainted. He's not cool. All right, uh, Groove. Uh, what? Um, Alan Iverson's cool. I'll say he's cool. Um, and I'm not going to give him any reasons why. Okay, uh, Grizzles gets the point on that because Alan okay. Iverson's not cool. He is cool. He's a douche. He's um, okay. He left Georgetown early so he could support his family. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's well, a uh, Groove. That's true. Uh, Birdman from the Nuggets. <laughs> Polarizing character. Uh, and to be honest, I don't know which way you're going to fall on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough uh, one. But uh, I'm going to say he's cool. Come into the NBA from the NBDL, uh, start out with two tattoos, and over the course of four years, you wind up with full sleeves. You have a nickname called the Birdman. You fly across the court, and you have a Fauxhawk. The Fauxhawk is a negative, but everything else is a positive, therefore making him cool. Chris? And he's horrible at interviews because he's so cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's got the nickname the Birdman. That's sweet. And, uh, uh, yeah, the tattoos aren't bad either. All right, so I'm going to give you both a point because Birdman is cool. Both Birdmans are cool. Birdman used to not be cool in my book, but he kind of won me over. So I think he's bought into the fact that he is a parody. Right. Uh, not, he's like the Lady Gaga of the NBA. Uh, yes, he is. Um, Grizzles, Ocho Cinco. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, Ocho Cinco is the man. I mean, willingly paying those fines so he can give the fans what they want is, is great. Drew? Uh, we both get a point. Move on. Yeah, you get a point. Uh, yeah, the National, the No Fun League. He brings a little fun to that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, next one, Groove, Tom Sibley. Cool or not cool? <laughs> you got to do that to me. I will go to my dying day saying Tom Sibley is funny and he's cool. Okay, and Grizzles? I don't know him personally. I don't know if he's cool, but he's not funny. <laughs> yeah, and if that's what we're going to judge it by, no, he's not cool. All right, Grizzles gets a point. Tom Sibley's not cool. Fuck you. And he's not a listener, so... I can't... I'm just going based on the, the overwhelming response we've gotten. Tom Sibley, people... He enrages people. Okay? And he doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. It does matter. He didn't even... Li- he told us he listened to it, and then he didn't know anything about the podcast when he was a guest, so... Okay, uh... Groove? Uh... Skinny Elvis? I had to lead off that one. Oh, you did? Okay, Grizz. Skinny Elvis. Cool or not cool? Who is that? You know, Elvis, but skinny Elvis. Oh, as in, like, at Elvis, the Elvis when he was skinny, was he cool? Right. At, you know, when he was on his game or whatever, you know. Cool or yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, he was, everyone in the world thought he was cool then. Yeah, I'll say he was pretty cool. Groove? Not everyone in the world thought he was cool. A lot of people thought he was going straight to hell. Okay. Well, and people that weren't cool. <laughs> squares. 
I'm gonna say not cool. I mean, he's not that cool. I mean, he's, yeah, whatever. He's a king and all, but he he makes me th- every time I think of Elvis, I think of Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning is not cool. So. Go ahead All and right. this was the point. No, Groove, you're getting the point. To Thank quote you. Chuck D, you know, uh, Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. <laughs> skinny Elvis. I think he was talking about skinny Elvis there, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, okay, Groove, fat Elvis. Cool. Definitely cool. If a star is falling from grace and you get to watch it happen... I think that shit is really cool. <laughs> I was, in fact, I was hoping that you were going to have fat Elvis, so I can say cool. Moving on, Josh. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, there's just more to love when he was fat. You both get a point because that's when his the songs that I really like by him, uh, like uh, "Suspicious Minds." We can't go on together with suspicious minds. And he really sold it, you know? It's like, oh, it's Fat Elvis, but he's selling me this song. And uh, Always On My Mind, that's when he did Always On My Mind, is when he was Fat Elvis. So, yeah, cool. Leather suit, you know? Yeah, the big leather suit, then. They had the guy who made all those suits on NPR last month. And uh, he's talking about how much it costs to make all those suits. Now he designed every single one down to the last rhinestone. Jeez. Pretty interesting. Down to the last rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> right. The rhinestone cowboy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, okay, who's up next? Me. Okay, Groove. Uh, Luke Wilson. <laughs> Not cool. Okay. Uh, AT&T ads. Okay, Josh? Yeah, definitely not cool for the AT&T ads. And uh, he's he's coattails, isn't he? I mean, his brother's cool, but he's coattails. Well, um, neither one of you get a point, because I'm not going to let the most recent thing in his career ruin his coolness. Luke Wilson's cool, man. Oh, okay. Skinny Elvis, fat Elvis? Well, this this is a different topic. Well, it's the Um, same principle. Okay, next, Grizzles. Owen Wilson, cool or not cool? Yeah, he's cool. No, wait, uh, this is bullshit. Luke Wilson is not cool. You are wrong. Luke Wilson is cool, man. Royal Tenenbaums? Fuck, come on now. That alone. No, he's a, no he didn't pwn. Owen, po- do you know which one is Luke? I do know which one are is you Luke. sure? Old school? Luke is not the blonde one. Luke is in old school. He's hilarious in that. He's not hilarious. He's We're moving on. Guy. I have said, and it's, it, what I say is what it means. All right, Owen. Wrong. Owen email was. Us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. It may be the next poll. Who's fucking who just? You're Owen. just jealousy. Just I'm jealousy. I'm jealous. I'm fucking right. More people like Luke Wilson than like me. Oh my god. Uh, okay, Owen Wilson, Grizzles. Yeah, uh, Owen Wilson is is really cool, and because uh, Dignan uh, from Bottle Rockets, one of my favorite characters of all time. Good all right. call. Um, really? I'll say he's cool as well, and. Um, for those of you that watch Community, how awesome was that last scene in episode 14? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, I'm going to give you both a point. The Wilson brothers are cool. Now, there is a third Wilson brother whose name, like, Sacagawea Wilson or something. <laughs> There's also a third yeah. Manning brother. He's not that cool. Apparently, the third Manning brother is cooler than the other he's two. He's the Mannings. coolest. Yeah, he's the yeah. funniest. Okay. Well, um, then, wasn't the other uh, Wilson brother in Bottle Rocket? He was, uh, he was Bob's. Older brother. Yeah, he's John, been in John several Maplethorpe. Yeah. <laughs> John yeah. Maplethorpe, pleased to meet you. Yeah, yeah. that's him. Uh, oh, actually, I do have the other Wilson on here, but we'll not count that one because we all know he's not cool. Uh, okay, so now we're getting into some superheroes. 
All right. So uh, who's got this one? Grizzles? No, yeah, jo- yeah. no, Groove's got this one. Um, Spider-Man, Groove. Not cool. Fucking douchebag. Douchebag of the superhero community. Next. Josh? Uh, I'm going to go for points here. I've never read a comic book. I'm going to say he's cool um, because he's a spider and he's a man. He's not a spider and he's not a man. He's a fucking little kid. Well, you know, a man producing Gossamer. Cool. All right. I like Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man, but I'm going to say he's not cool. Because he's not. He's just not cool. Um, okay. Um, now, uh, Grizzles, Superman, cool or not cool? No, he's not cool. Nobody likes somebody that's like always good all the time and so fucking chivalrous. No, he's not cool. All right, Groove. Who? Superman. Yeah, he's cool. He's 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 the George Clooney of the superhero community. He's the opposite of cool. He's a square. No, yeah, he is a square, but he makes being a square cool because he's fucking Superman. Okay, uh, fuck Superman. <laughs> I knew it! Okay, uh, Groove, Batman. Integrity. Batman, cool or not cool? Well, it depends on what Batman you're looking at. All Batman is an aggregate. Not cool. Batman is a glorified detective, and that's not cool. Alright, Josh? Uh, yeah, Batman's cool, because he kind of has a dark side, and that's cool. I mean, it's much cooler than Superman, isn't it? Yeah, Batman's cool as shit, and Groove, you're wrong about that. Just fucking wrong. Uh, Batman's way cool. Um, <laughs> he is. Uh, okay, uh, now, Josh, uh, Wonder Woman, cool or not cool? Oh, gee, uh, I don't even know what she does. Uh, she's cool because she's a woman and she's a superhero, and women are just as super as men. Okay, and Groove? Yeah, same answer. But she's got an invisible fucking airplane, and that's pretty cool. Yep, I'm going to give you both a point, because the, the the invisible airplane just makes her cool. I mean, fuck. You, yeah. you just see her. She doesn't become invisible in it. Right. She's just sitting in it. Who is that comic making a joke about her taking a shit in the airplane? <laughs> that's what it looks else? like. <laughs> so why is Wonder like? Woman flying through the air and like like she's sitting on a toilet? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Groove. Aquaman. Cool or not cool? Uh, not cool. Because when you think about it, he's fucking. He's stuck underwater, and he can't really. I wanna be where the people are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Grizzles. Yeah, he's not cool. I mean, it's a stupid name too. I'm down with the ocean and everything, but Aquaman. No. Uh, Aquaman's cool, man, because I liked him as a kid, and he was featured in Entourage. He wasn't featured. He was. The movie, that was that was the big movie that put Vinny Chase over the top. That was the big movie, but that doesn't... Uh, neither one of you get a point. Okay, this one, Josh, you're not going to have heard of this one, but, uh, uh, Groove... Oh, no, Josh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Cool or not cool? Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Quit typing it in. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He uh, he looks he looks stupid. So no, he's not cool. All right, Grief. Uh, he is cool because Joey's bringing it up so that he can say that he read the Martian Manhunter comics, therefore proving that he's a big comic book fan, and because he wants to be cool. So Martian Manhunter's cool. 
Uh, Martian Manhunter is cool, but not because of the reason you said. Because I didn't know much about him until I watched the cartoon, uh, the Justice League cartoon, and he is just a fucking badass. And he's the last of his race. That's cool. I mean, not genocide is not cool, but <laughs> the fact that he survived, you know. Did he happen to be off his planet when his planet was blown up? Yeah, I think so. Mm. And so he lives with that guilt. That's what drives mm-hmm. him. Um, okay, uh, so Groove, Daredevil, cool or not cool? Not cool because it's been half like. All right, Josh. <laughs> Same thing. Not cool at all. Um, I would. He's cool as shit, but I'm going to give you both a point because of making the you know the Ben Affleck. Because you're making up the rules as you go. Um, just because that Ben Affleck made Daredevil take a hit. A cool character, very much dark. Um, very cool. He just ruined it. Um, okay. Uh, so Groove. No, Josh. Jean Grey, cool or not cool? X Men. Who is that? She's, she's, up, she's from she's the, the X Men. Um, she's she's cool because she has a she shares my last name. All right, and uh, Ruth. I'll say she's cool because Professor X is cool, and she can basically do everything Professor X can, only better and hotter. And hotter. Uh, so Jean Grey is definitely cool. Um, okay, uh, Groove, Rogue. Um, yeah, <laughs> biggest comic book crush of all time. <laughs> and, uh, Josh, cool or not cool? Who is this? Rogue. Rogue, bro. You want to make Dude, out? were you ever a child, Josh? Were you ever a child? Power. Uh, Rogue is cool. Okay, you both get a point. Uh, hottest comic book character ever. He gets a half a point. No, he, he gets a whole point. point. What's point. the score? It's, uh, I don't know, 15, 19 to 18 right now. And, uh, okay, so the last superhero, before we get into the last section of this. Uh, God. Yeah, I told you it was going to be a long one. The last superhero is Green Lantern. Oh, fuck you. Uh, Josh, cool or not cool? It's cool because you get super cool rings off eBay. Okay, and... Uh, Better Green Lantern rings. And uh, Groove? Give cool. him the point. Cool or not cool? Say he it. I want to hear you say it. He's not fucking cool at all. Take his ring away. He's just an average Joe. Oh, and Josh ties it up. Green Lantern is possibly the coolest superhero ever. <laughs> okay, so... No, it's rigged. It's so rigged. It's now, so rigged. To celebrate the, um, the, the new season of Lost, which we're missing right now, uh, we're gonna go through some lost characters. Oh, we'll try to make this quick so we finish it up. But um, okay, so we'll start with Groove Jack. Cool or not cool? Not cool. Uh, it's just too. He's too, he's just too intense for me. He get and, and cool is like you're, you know why is George Clooney cool? Because he's he's not that intense. He's laid back, just a chilled out entertainer. You know, and Jack could never be that. All right. Have you, do you know who George Clooney is? He's the fucking opposite of laid back. He's so he far off so, his own ass with all is. his causes. He's not laid back. All right, we're, we've moved He's on from back. George Clooney. Okay, Jack. So, Jack. Quit reading the tabloids, Josh. They're they're oh, lies. God. They're lying to you. Anyway, Jack, cool or not cool? Jack Jack is cool because he's oh. he's running shit up on that island, and that's how I'd be doing it there. And so he's cool. Jack was cool until about the 500th time he just stared off into the distance and said something angry. 
Um, so he's not cool anymore. So Groove gets a point. If he was cool, then Kate would still want him. Booyah. Uh, Grizzle's Sawyer, cool or not cool? Oh, yeah, Sawyer's cool as hell. He's got a sweet accent. He used to be a con man. Um, and he's getting with Freckles and whoever he wants. He's cool. Groove? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, Sawyer's cool. And nobody hates Sawyer. The, the sweet nicknames he gives everybody? Yeah. yeah, he's cool just for the the sweet nicknames alone. So you're both getting a point for that. Uh, ben, which ben, by the way, in the season finale of of season five, yeah, horrible line, horrible line. When when all uh, Blondie's falling down the the shaft, yeah, he's like, "You're not gonna go, Blondie. Don't you let me go," or some shit like that. Anyways, okay, yeah. uh, Grizzles, uh, Ben, cool or not cool? Um. Yeah, he's not cool because he's he's kind of like the asshole, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's the he's not cool. Yeah. Okay, Groove. Ben is cool as shit. He commits cold-blooded murder at the drop of a hat. He's got huge eyes that he uses to manipulate people's emotions. He's cool. Yeah, Ben is cool because he's like he like fucks everybody over, and he's like, yeah, uh, you got me. <laughs> uh, he doesn't try to lie or anything. He's just like, yeah, I was uh, that yeah. I deceived you. Okay, uh, Groove, Kate, cool or not cool? Not cool at all. Fucking make a decision, Kate. Follow through with it, and you can't seem to do it. Grizzles. No, yeah, she's she's not cool. She's infuriating. She hasn't said anything funny in the whole thing, and her little girl-next-door good looks have worn off. Okay, uh, you both get a point. She's not cool. Um, Juliet, cool or not cool? Groove. No, just Grizzles. No, her, uh, she's not cool. Her Every time she talks, it's like nails down a chalkboard. Uh, she's, no, it's like she's talking to a child every time. Oh, I don't like it. And Groove? Not cool. Scorny eyes. Yeah, she's not cool. You both get a point. Um, Annalisia. Groove. <laughs> not cool at all. Not cool, and I'm gonna fucking I'm, I'll quit this show if you say she's cool. Grizzles? She fucking sucks. Yeah, she's not cool. Why so serious, dude? <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez is hot, so she's cool. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, she's totally hot. Uh, she's not hot, and that doesn't make her cool, anyways. Uh, so you, neither one of you get a point. Okay, um... Uh, Look how tough I am. Grizzles. Desmond, cool or not cool? Yeah, because he's sailing around the world. What's cooler than that? Oh, Let's yeah. face it, brother. You're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Grieve, cool or not cool? Of course he's cool. Yeah, he's my favorite character, so he's gotta be cool. Uh, okay. I thought you said Miles was your favorite character. Uh, he's becoming my favorite character because Desmond hadn't been on the show lately very much. Revisionist. Um, okay, Sun, Groove, cool or not cool? Um, not cool. Um, not cool. Because she cheated on Jen, and Jen's the coolest on the show. Grizzles? Yeah, exactly. She's not cool for cheating on Jen, who's super legit. Yeah, but she's cool. Jen was an asshole to her, and she just took her life into her own hands. Jen was oh, not an asshole. She was he, he was made to be an asshole and made out like that because he was doing the work for her father. That he Revisionist had. history for you. 
No, not revision. He was an asshole to her. He was yeah. not an asshole to her. He was doing what he had to do Treated her to be with the woman that he loved. Okay, neither one of you get a point. Jen, cool you or not cool. You don't Rizzles. get a cool point. Oh, yeah, Jen's awesome. All right, Groove? Yeah, don't give either one of us a point because we both say he's cool and you're no, wrong. No, Jen's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like Jen. Okay. How, how do you like the fact that just a couple of years and he can speak fluent English? Couple of year, a couple of months. I mean, a couple of days. <laughs> they only yeah. been on the island like it's a week. Like that first <laughs> season, true. they were trying. They were trying to teach him English for the entire first season. And he couldn't get it, and then like the fourth season, like all of a sudden, he's reading Chaucer and Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Groove Walt, cool or not cool? Uh definitely cool. And I'm sad that he's not a part of the show anymore. Okay, uh, Grizzles. Yeah, Walt was awesome, and um, I'm also sad he's not around except for these flashback garbage. Yeah, the sweetest powers, too. Okay, yeah, Walt was cool, and why did they just abandon that storyline? He was supposed to be the chosen one and stuff, and then it's just yeah. like, oh, he uh, got old. We didn't realize that we were going to have be able to he have an got a new agent. <laughs> no, he, he, got, he hit puberty, and they were like, oh, we didn't plan for puberty. Uh, you're written off the show, so. Yeah. Um, you were supposed to be on this island a week. Jack goes back, or it wasn't Jack, it was Locke. John Locke. And he's like runs into him on the street, and he's like a fucking, he's like a gangbanger. He's on the corner. Right? He was, he was going to school. No, you just yeah. saw him across the street. Okay, uh, Grizzle's locked. Cool or not cool? Jeez. Uh, yeah, that's the polarizing one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that Locke's, that Locke's cool because he's got all these these secrets that people don't know about. He's kind of being an asshole about it, but I think it's because he can't burden the other people with these sweet secrets that he knows, and he's doing what's best for him. So he's cool. Great. You seen the season five finale? I've seen them all. Okay, so do you think Locke's dead, and that's somebody else that's Locke? I think that Locke is immortal. Because he wow. got to the island and everything was cured. I don't think he can die. Cool or not cool? Well, if he's immortal, then he's cool, isn't he? Yeah, I'm going to have to say that Locke is cool. He's very sinister and he does some uncool stuff, but in general, he's a cool character. Man, he's got the faith. That's why he's cool. He's had the faith since he showed up. Yeah. Okay, last one. Groove. Hurley. Cool or not cool? Get the fuck out of here. He's a cool. He's cool as shit. Grizzles. Yeah, he's cool because he's supposed to be that type of comic relief cool character on the show, which isn't cool that they did that, but yeah, it's cool. he's cool. And uh, you both get a point because Hurley is cool. All right, so it is 25, 6, 7, 8, 9. Groove has 29, and Josh has 27, so Groove wins. Thank God. Groove is mo- moderately cooler than Grizzles. <laughs> <laughs> no, con- no contest. Both yeah. of us are cooler than you. Whatever. I'm gonna take I'm gonna make you lose now because of that. <laughs> no. Alright, that's it. Well, you guys look forward to the new Limp Biscuit single that's coming out this month. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Uh, new Metal Legends Limp Biscuit frontman Fred Durst has stated on his Twitter account that they will be releasing their new material quicker than expected and they should be ready to release their single this month. Great. There's that. Just a little something for you to go home to. All right. We're out. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, I'm going to go watch Lost. All right.
I'm Mr. Cumberland 